shining. We're not live. We weren't even we're live. live. <laughs> we weren't live. I thought we were oh. live. Dude, what the fuck are we doing? Jesus Christ! You're crying like nobody's here on time. All these problems. I thought you fucking started. I thought you were bringing misery to the show already, which you kind of are, holding your head. It's all right, Matt. You, you, we'll get through it, brother. It'll be all right. I can't do this again this week. I really can't. You leaving already? We just started. I don't, ha- I don't have it in me this week. You just hit the button. Do you want it? Yeah. I'm just letting you know. I don't. Ha- I don't have it in me this week. Well, if the show's only 20 minutes tonight, I wouldn't be uh, upset with that. <laughs> don't have the patience today. I'm prepared. I did my writing. Good. I'm excited for your writing. You Me better too. be. Sorry. Take a breath. Come on. Namaste. Get your chanclas and your chakras and all that shit in line. Serenity now. Get yourself a Sherpa to take you through everything. There you go. And then a warrior position. And- Fuck yeah, dude. Come on. Bring them thumbs and index fingers together. Good. Take it back. <laughs> take the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what the glutes are, it's your butt. <laughs> <laughs> your uh, DDP knowledge is impressive, handsome Kevin. Thanks, babe. Do you know? Do you know what MSM stands for? You know what he says? Drop those hips, MSM. Oh. Stands for most sexy male. Oh, right. Apparently, apparently in the early days of YRG, it was very male centric. He uh, he kind of shies away from all the uh, terminology now. Interesting. Yeah, you got to find the really really old YRG videos to get a flavor of what it used to be like. Because it, it was yoga for guys. Regular guys, dude. There we go. I got that done. <laughs> oh, nice. Good. MSM. Fantastic. Fuck yeah, dude. Um, we uh, got a bunch we're going to talk about tonight, right? We're going to talk to wrestling. Um, there was a, a Japanese and NJPW pay-per-view. We got new title belts. We got the Crocs Cup still thing. 2023. I can't wait to talk about that. Can we make one promise tonight, please? What's that? Can we not talk about the fucking XPW, please? <laughs> People look forward to it. <laughs> you just did. They Do tune they... in in numbers for XPW talk. Was there a no, show? But... At, was there a show at the Heart Ballroom? No, there's. We're not even going there. I think their next show is in California. We're not going down the XPW rabbit hole. It's <sighs> wa- va- wasted valuable time. <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> No, come on, Matt. A little, little chakra and little, yeah. What is a chakra? I don't know. I always hear them. I, Alicia Fox used to say that shit all the time. She needs her chakra. Uh, chakra. <laughs> um, we're gonna try a new bit tonight, so that should be fun. If the excitement is through the roof. Well, what do you want me to do? You want me to start whacking my bag? Like. I don't know what the reaction was supposed to be to that. Tony, what's, yep. do it, what's doing a diehard? Doing a diehard. Diehard, diehard, motherfucker. It's a Rick and Morty thing. Oh, people that's who, that the, meant you were walking through glass. The people who know, know. <laughs> and the people who don't are completely left out. Good. Oh. Fuck them. <laughs> All that and more next on the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Episode number 640. The following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network. 
Broadcasting live in high-definition video and available on all podcasting and streaming platforms. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at merch.shiningwizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at amazon.shiningwizards.com. And become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash wizardspodcast. And now, it's time for the Shining Wizards. Hey, this is Buck Bagwell, and you're listening to the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. And I mean podcast. And if you're not buff, and you're not the stuff, and the girls can't get enough, you better be checking this out. <laughs> and remember, I'm buff and always will be the stuff. Check it out. What's up, fuckers? From the motherfucking Shining Wizards. Grab his dick and twist it. Dummy. Yeah. No. Fuck no. You cocksucker! Well, shining wizards rule the world. You are tuned in live to episode number 640 of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Coming to you live on social media and going with you wherever you go in every podcasting and streaming platform. There's four handsome guys here. I know I'm always stealing somebody's gimmick, but look, we all look good tonight. And when we look good, it's time to get into that wrestling talk. And talk about wrestling. Tony! Matt. Handsome Kevin. (laughs) You gotta stop with the finger with the thing. KJ <laughs> Nope. I'm giving you the I'm giving the people the points so they know where to go. I'm not stealing your gimmick, no, bro. Not Relax. you. I'm talking to Kevin. I did one thumb to myself. What the fuck do you want me to I wasn't doing <laughs> Neither was I. It's me. <laughs> Neither was I. It's me. This is my thing, man. This one, spot up, spot up. Do the pinky from now on. Does that make you there feel you better? Yeah, do a Doctor Evil. Do do handsome Kevin. Handsome <laughs> <laughs> <Hands laughs> <up> Kevin. <laughs> Everyone's stealing everyone else's gimmick. I thought we just are one conglomerated gimmick. I, I thought, thought so too. I didn't think that. I didn't think that one single thumb could upset somebody I thought so much. Something man. like That's, this is more like like a like a oh, kind of like a or like no, a hang no, no. loose. With a little shaka, right. shaka bra. Like a shaka right. bra. Or... Yeah, do the Kona Crush. I don't want maybe Kona a little crush. too sweet or, you know, yeah, maybe Kona a little. Crush. Maybe, I'll do, crush. maybe I'll do the Matt thing from now on. Handsome Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> do the Matt thing and check out two minutes into the show. Handsome the Matt thing is going to be uh, when he fucking hangs himself in front of the fucking YouTube audience. <laughs> oh, don't do that. That's not even funny. Holy shit. Hi, Matt. Hello. Hey, in fairness, I heard there was some good wrestling this weekend as opposed to last weekend. Oh, it was fantastic. I mean, NWA aside. <laughs> oh, it's, the, no, there were 100, 118 matches. They didn't have one hit. The first four pages of notes are all results, <laughs> and two of them are the fucking Crockett Cup. I know that there's people that have been on this show and that we know personally that were there. 
get out. Yeah. <laughs> get out. Yeah. What? There was fucking 20 matches night one. 20. This is like WCW 2001 Titanic. Like, like that kind of thing. And look, I've said it. There's people that are part of the NWA that have gotten worlds better that I enjoy watching. But by and large, I can't invest in the product anymore, man. I just can't do it. I want Camille to get out and be something bigger. She will. That like I, that's like out of out of everyone there, she's gonna be the one that makes it somewhere else. I mean, yeah, she keeps uh, she keeps telling uh, people Billy Billy's wrong about Tyrus. She'll be out on her fucking ass. <laughs> oh, she's really doing that. She did an interview and she was like, "I don't think it's fair that that." He, that he says like you know the politics and and having the belt on tv is what gets people to tune in she's like i've been busting my ass for years good for her good for her kenzie page another one she's gonna be a huge star in another year or two i think she lost yeah dq to to ruthie J. yeah i don't know who the oh i know who that is she wrestled she wrestled camille a few weeks ago they actually had a decent match I didn't make it. Didn't make it to page one twenty eight of the notes yet. I didn't see that. <laughs> so I'm going through the, the the card here, and I'm just looking at people that I think will have a future. I think Tom Latimer, obviously, is going to be something at some point. Somewhere well, he's else, got to stay out of XPW. <laughs> oh God! Oh Oh God! I mean, he didn't show up last week, so <laughs> he said, "Fuck um, all, y'all." Let's see. I think Chris Adonis gets one more run somewhere big. Oh, he's been one of the bright spots of that entire company. Uh, honestly, yeah. him. Um, shit. Uh, through Billy Silas actually has come into his own. AJ Kazana, the, the country gentleman. There's, yeah. there's good. And dude, I even like blunt force trauma. But everything else that's going on there, dude, it's like, pfft, nope. Wait, I thought Colby Carino signed with WWE. No, the, he was supposed to sign. Some shit happened, and then it turns out he didn't sign, and they changed their mind. I don't know. Something happened there where he didn't sign with them. What do you think it was? Do you know what it was? I don't think it was anything serious. Like I don't think it was anything that he did. It was just kind of like things just didn't fall into place, and he didn't sign. Weird. Yeah, it was nothing. It was nothing like nefarious where WWE like screwed him over or he screwed them over. I'm sure he'll get his shot. Colby Carino's world, he's hella talented. Interesting. I don't know. Crazy Town USA. I don't know. I don't know. Well, your new Crockett Cup champions are the the always teaming Trevor Murdoch and Mike Knox. (laughs) Well, I mean, let's not take away from the over the top, Tony. Oh, well, I mean, we were talking NWA. Can can I ask, did anyone actually watch this? No, 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 no. I watched more than enough bad wrestling last week. I and I wasn't paying fucking fifty dollars for this. They got rid of the gimmick, bro. If they still had the gimmick, I would have kept it. I'm not paying a la carte now for NWA pay-per-views given the conditions. The show show costs fifty dollars. You got the package, you got both nights. I love the package. Well, if you break it down though, you're only playing like you know a quarter a match, so Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. Best best bang for your buck in the business, I guess. I'll, I'll give you a bang for bang! your buck. <laughs> 12, 12 cents per, per hold. Dude, I pulled up the card on Saturday, and I was like, 
There's no fucking shot we're picking this. <laughs> like I was entertaining it like throughout the week, and I was like, let me just wait and see when they announce the, the what matches or when. And then I opened up the Wikipedia, and Saturday had 20 fucking matches. So I almost campaigned for us to pick this just so I could gain a little bit more ground. Yeah, but I think even when we picked it last year, we only wound up picking the final four. Like, we waited for night two, and then we picked Yo, those three matches. This is fucking batshit stupid. <laughs> so in total, there were 35 matches over the two nights. That's that's just insane. Bro, the pre-show for night one had nine matches on it. Wait a minute, so there were 20 matches? What the fuck? Did I read that wrong? Were there 29? Yo, Matt, we're not including this in Over the Top. We can't. This will be as long as the show. <laughs> I want Matt to read the NWA for this one. <laughs> I will I will gladly read the NWA for this one. Well, then what the fuck are we waiting for? On uh, Monday Night Raw, Pew Pew defeated The Miz and Desher defeated Javier Bernal and Kevin Ventura Cortez. Imperium defeats Alpha Academy. Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler defeats Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville and Damage Control. I don't know. I might have read that wrong. It's all right. I'm still moving. Dolph Ziggler defeated J- or, and JD McDonough went to a double countout. Shinsuke Nakamura defeated Bronson Reed, AJ Styles, and Seth Rollins defeat The Judgment Day on SmackDown. Austin Theory and Pretty Deadly defeat The Brawling Brutes. The OC defeat Hit Row. Zelina Vega defeats Lacey Evans. And LA Knight defeats Montez Ford on NXT. Gigi Dolan defeats JC Jane. Tyler Bate and Wesley defeats the Dyad. Joe Coffey defeats Channing Lorenzo. Cora Jade defeats Ivy Nile. And Carmelo Hayes defeats Noam Dar. Tony, take me over the top. Had some requests, so I'm bringing it back. Butch Reed has more Meltzer rated five-star <laughs> matches than Kurt Angle. Oh, it's true. It's true. Can I? Can you do me a favor? What's that? Can you at least tell me the match now? Oh, God. I, I, I gotta, I'll, I'll pull it up very fast. I'm very interested to see a five-star Butch Reed match. April 7th, 1982. It was for championship wrestling from Florida, Ric Flair versus Butch Reed at a Miami beach show, whatever the fuck that so, is. So Ric Flair got the five stars and Butch Reed was just kind of hanging out. No, Butch Reed got the, Butch Reed was responsible for two and a half of those five stars. <laughs> <laughs> right down the middle. I like that. Well, over on uh, AEW Dynamite, the Blackpool Combat Club, Claudio, Mox, and Wheeler defeated the team of Bandito and the Lucha Brothers. Swerve Strickland won a three-way dance against Big Bill and Trent Beretta. Uh, Skateboard Kid and Pockets defeated the Gates of Agony, Bishop Khan and Toe Leone. Your AEW TBS title was defended by the new champion, Chris Statlander, against Nyla Rose. And in a mixed tag team match, Adam Cole and Britt Baker, DMD, defeated Chris Jericho and Soraya. Over on Rampage, Championship Friday. Woo! The Triple A Mega Title Three Way Dance. El Hijo de Vikingo defeated Drillistico and Commander. 
The New Japan World Television title was defended. Zack Sabre defeated Action Andretti. The New Japan Strong Women's title was defended as Willow Nightingale beat Emi Sakura. And the Ring of Honor Pure title was successfully defended as Katsura Shibata defeated Lee Moriarty. Tony, take us over the top. Not one AEW title defended, I guess. Uh, If I were a female wrestler and my gimmick was to obtain government secrets in the Midwest, my name would probably be Dakota Spy. (laughs) All righty. Is... I thought over the top was you were going to give facts, not write shitty jokes. That's a fact, bro. It's not a fact. That's Dakota a... Spy? That's fantastic. <laughs> no, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's what I was if you know, you know things, Tony, and I think we might be the only ones that know. <laughs> Speaking of Ring of Honor, <laughs> where apparently they blew their load on uh, Friday and, and decided Whoa! not to... Uh, not to have any matches of import on this show. Uh, no disrespect. The Kingdom defeated the Infantry. Sky Blue defeats Trisha Dora. Stu Grayson and the Righteous defeat the Dark Order. Alex Reynolds, Evil Uno, uh, and John Silver. Matt, let's put a pin in that and come back to that for a second. Uh, Diamante defeats Promise Braxton. Brian Cage with Prince Nana defeats Willie Mack. New Japan World Television title match. Oh, hey, there it is. Zack Sabre Jr. defeats Rocky Romero. Action Andretti and Darius Martin defeat the workhorsemen, Anthony Hendry and J.D. Drake. Kip Sabian alongside the Butcher and the Blade defeat Bryce Saturn, Jacob Austin Young, and Shogun, and there's more. Uh, Bandito, <laughs> Ellie, Hotel Vikingo, and Commander defeated the Spanish announced project, and Helico, Serpentico, and Jack Cartwheel alongside Luther. ROH pure title match. Shibata defeats Alice Coughlin, who I'm sure we'll talk about later on. ROH Women's World Title Match. Uh, Athena defeats Kara Hogan. Tony, take us over the top. The late Queen Elizabeth II was a trained mechanic. She learned the trade while in the Women's Auxiliary Territorial Service. Although some might have been mistaken when they heard she could lube a crankshaft like no one's business. Oh, boy. Okay, we're keeping things right here with the KJG for Impact Wrestling. Eddie Edwards with Alicia Edwards defeats Yuya Yuminura. Jay Christ uh, and Sammy Callahan, collectively known as OVE, defeats uh, Decay, Black Taurus Hogan, and Crazy Steve. Trinity defeats Savannah Evans. Jody Threat defeats Dana Danny Luna. And the Motor City Machine Guns, Alex Shelley and Chris Saban, defeat Subculture, Flash Morgan, and... Uh, Flash Morgan Webster, excuse me, and Mark Andrews, Tony, for uh, one more time for me. Take me over the top. People used to believe that kissing a donkey could relieve a toothache. I never had problems with my teeth. I kiss a lot of ass. <laughs> uh, that was pretty good. <laughs> I'm going I'm to head and do a little uh, <laughs> New Japan here quick before I do. <laughs> Brennan says, if Tony wasn't interested, he'd be the guy. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Fuck it, hey, dude. <laughs> All right. Uh, New Japan Dominion. Will Ospreay defeats Lance Archer. Uh, Los Gobernables. <laughs> All right. There we go. I'm just, I'm, I'm too into the joke now. Uh, <laughs> defeated just, just, uh, 
five guys. Where are we at here? Catch 22 defeats Intergalactic Jet Setters. Zack Sabre Jr. defeats Jeff Cobb. Uh, Bishimon defeated the House of Torture and United Empire. David Finlay <laughs> defeats El Phantasmo. <laughs> Hiromo Takahashi defeats Master Wato. Chaos and Hiroshi Tanahashi defeat the Blackpool Combat Club. Sonata. What the fuck? Sonata with a whole host of people <laughs> defeated Yoda Suji. I don't know how to say that name, but some fucking, I'm too far fucking gone. You got and it. Tony, I can take me as far as you can over the top. I'm sticking with this one. If I were a female wrestler and I moved quietly through the shadows, my name would probably be Dakota Sly. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go to MLW. MLW Fusion. This will be short and sweet. <laughs> if, I was, if I was a younger man and a female wrestler, I would be called Dakota Spry. <laughs> uh, La Rebellion. Defeat Abysmo Negro and uh, Taurus Hogan. Uh, El Eo Del Vikingo, Psycho Cloud, and Ray Horace Hogan. Defeat <laughs> John Hennigan and Sam Adonis. Tony, I don't know if you have one for this because I don't know how many you have left in the tank, but if you have one, you'd be you'd be Dakota Spry. Uh, take us over the top. If I was a female wrestler and I questioned everything that I came across, my name would be Dakota Watt. <laughs> I'm laughing so hard right now. They might, they might call me Dakota High. <laughs> You're making you me Dakota cry. We were talking about Back to the Future before the show. You might be Dakota McFly. <laughs> Was that it? No, you wanted me to do the fucking crocking cup. So here you fucking go, people. Settle in. <laughs> Grab yourself a fucking sarsaparilla. Oh Here we God. go. I'm going to make it through this. I'll be Dakota Die. <laughs> Do it. There's a hey, ton Tony, of great Tony, ones. Tony, do me a favor. Dakota Try. <laughs> Matt, don't give me the results of all the matches. I want you to fib on a few of them so I can beat Dakota Lie. <laughs> uh, do you have enough for me to break it up into nights one and two, or you want it all at once? Uh, no, you can break it up. Whatever. We're good. We're good. All right. Crocky Cup, night one. Here we go. Psycho Boy Fodder and Flip Gordon <laughs> beat what? fucking Danny Moff and Sean Donovan. That's a shame. The SVGS Blake Troop and Jax Dane defeated TNT, Terrell and Terrence Hughes. Oh, this is a fucking gem. The Brothers of Funstruction, Yabo and Ruffo the Clown defeated the Fixers. Triple A's Toxin and Arez defeated the Heat Seekers, Elliot Russell and Matt Sigman. I could just be making up these names, to be honest with you. Um, the Immortals, Kratos and Odinson defeated Magic Mike Dumas and Brian Brock. 
The Outrunners, Turbo Floyd and Truth Magnum, defeated Idolmania Sports Management, Scion and Jordan Clearwater. Blunt Force Trauma then defeated the Outrunners. I guess we had first and second round matches night one. The Immortals defeated the Country Gentlemen, AJ Kazarian and Anthony Andrews. They're the NWA United States Tag Team Champions. Oh, Oh, there was a qualifying match for the World Junior Heavyweight Championship scramble. Joe Alonzo defeated Alex Taylor. Back to the Crockett Cup. The Mortons, Ricky and Carrie, defeated uh, Toxin and Arez. The Brothers of Funstruction, that's right, Yabo and Ruffo the Clown, God, defeated what? a cut above uh, Tom Lattimore and Rhett Titus. It's a real thing, people. I hope you got your money's worth. Triple uh, A's Gintis uh, Del Air, <laughs> Miztez Jr. and Octagon Jr. defeated SVGS. Uh, a hardcore tag team war. Ruthie J, Samantha Starr, and M95, that's Maddie Renkowski and Misa Kate, defeated Pretty Empowered, which is now a foursome. Uh, Ella Envy, Kenzie Page, Kylie Page, and Roxy. Mike Knox and Trevor Murdoch defeated Magnum Muscle, Drax, Dax Draper, and Mims. Uh, the Midnight Riders, Tyrus and Chris Adonis, defeated Judas and Max the Impaler. The NWA National Heavyweight Champion, EC3, defeated Thrillbilly, Silas Mor- Mason. And your last Crockett Cup match of night one, La Rebellion defeated Psycho Boy Fodder and Flip Gordon. Tony, take it over the top. If I were a female wrestler. <laughs> And my gimmick was I was nosy into everyone else's business. You could call me Dakota Pry. <laughs> <laughs> Kate's got a couple of good ones. Here. Bring them in. Why not? Kate's great. Uh, wait. Nope. <laughs> I, I got nothing. Can't figure it out. I got you. Uh, the McDonald's well, one. The McDonald's one was well, good. Well, get, well, there's a ton of good ones, Mac. You want you get through the rest of that, and yeah, maybe yeah. I'll go. I'll go eat some Dakota pie, and then we'll go back to the, uh, the rest. Well, of if the you were McDonald's, according to Kate, it'd be Dakota Fry. <laughs> <laughs> or putting me over makes Tony my favorite Dakota guy. <laughs> Thank she you, went, Kate. She went with a, a towel and Dakota dry, and I was thinking something completely different. So I'm going to leave that one alone. Yeah, I had that in my head too. I, I was trying to work it out, but it, it wasn't there yet. Yeah, you got to be quick with these now, apparently. <laughs> well, let's be quick with night two of the Crockett Cup. <laughs> the NWA United States Tag Team Title Gauntlet match was won by the current champions, the country gentlemen, AZ Kazarian and Anthony Andrews. They beat the likes of Magnum Muscle, The Now, The Fixers. Daisy Kill and Talos, TNT, The Spectaculars, SVGS, and Los Vipers. Uh, Silas Mason defeated Danny Moff. The NWA World Women's Tag Team titles were defended as M95, Maddie, and Misa Kate defeated Angelina Love and Max the Impaler. The NWA World Television title uh, was defended as Ruthie J beat the champion by disqualification. Los Hintes del Air, uh, Miss Tez Jr. and Octagon Jr. defeated the Brothers of Funstruction, Rufo the Clown and Yabo the Clown. Oh, this time the folk we did wasn't just Rufo and Yabo the Clown. We got Rufo the Clown and Yabo the Clown. Uh, in a quarterfinals match, Knox and Murdoch defeated the Mortons. 
the Midnight Riders in another quarterfinal match. Chris Adonis and Tyrus beat the Immortals, Kratos and Odinson. In another quarterfinal match, holy guacamole, Blunt Force Trauma defeated La Rebellion. The NWA National Heavyweight Champion EC3 was successful against Tom Lattimore. In the NWA World Junior Heavyweight Title Number One Contender Seven Man Scramble Match, Colby Carino. We just lost like six viewers. Colby Carino defeated Eric Jackson, Flip Gordon, Gags the Gimp, Jaron Fulton, Joe Alonzo, and PJ Hawks. Blunt Force Trauma in the semifinals defeated Los Hintes de la Arrer. That's Ms. Tez Jr. and Octagon Jr. Uh, Knox and Murdoch in the other semifinals defeat the Midnight Riders, Chris Adonis and Tyrus. In an unsanctioned match, a masked man defeated Sion. The NWA Women's World title, Camille defeated Natalia Markova. And in the Crockett Cup finals, Knox and Murdoch defeated Blunt Force Trauma to become the 2023 Crockett Cup champions. Tony, take it over the top. A whale's penis is called a dork. Ironically, so are wrestling fans. There's no question, however, as to which one is more likely to get sucked off. <laughs> I like that. I like that over the top. We had audience participation. We brought back some favorites. It was good times. That certainly was over the top. We brought back some favorites. What yeah, favorite we brought Kurt we... Angle, bro. We made fun of the wrestling fans again to finish it off. Come on. Wait, the, what, Kurt Angle, where? The first the one, five, the Butch five Reed, five-star match. Tony, tell me the match. Oh, you call that the Kurt Angle. I thought you called. Okay, yeah. That makes yeah, sense. it's the Kurt oh. Angle, bro. That feels like such a long time ago after since I read those. <laughs> Ironically, rules. that match, Ric Flair versus Butch Reed, First ever Meltzer five star match. Matt, that was episode five twenty six. Holy <laughs> shit! When, I started uh, night two. There were ten people watching. I looked up. There were three. <laughs> I'm only talking about it. I don't know how they're doing any business. Are people watching it? I'd love to see if people bought this piece of shit. Probably not. No. You'll never find out. Who the hell's gonna Who the hell's gonna run those numbers? Who's gonna put those numbers out there? It's also a fair question. Like, I would why like would you somebody like, to admit that they bought it? Ooh. No, maybe you could lend a hand. Let us watch it. God bless you. Thank you. You're very well. It was welcome. a loud one, too. Good thing I'm muted. How you guys doing this uh, this fine June evening? Fantastic. I mean, as good as I can be that I don't like the NWA or MLW anymore. I mean. How know. does that make you feel inside, Tony? It kind of hurts, bro. Like NWA and MLW, they were my thing. Like there's, um, I think it was top 10 wrestling. They're a YouTube channel. And uh, the guy in charge over there actually puts out uh, some good content. And one of the videos he put out, he wanted to revisit the fall of the NWA just to see, because like people were complaining like, ah, the NWA is not as bad as you say, blah, blah, blah. He had, he had his Amazon echo device. I won't say the name because she's over there too. He had a random episode picked from season one and a random episode picked from the current season. And bro, it was like night and day. Like I miss the old NWA. I miss the studio. I miss the storylines. You know what the main event was? Cole Cabana beat James Storm for the national championship. 
That's how long ago that was, dude. Uh, what's his name? Tim Storm had just lost his rematch to Nick Aldis, and he was thinking about retiring. And Nick Aldis, of all people, comes out and tells him, don't retire. You've still got a lot of life. You still, you, This is still your business. And he fucking went off and thought about it. It's like, ooh, so Nick Aldis beats Tim Storm, and yet he's telling him, don't give up, don't quit. Like it was, it was wild shit, dude. It was great stuff. So, so where do you think Billy Corgan got lost in all this? Is it, is it because it was it? I think we've mentioned this before. Was it Lagana not being there anymore? I, th- I think it was a double whammy. I think it was Lagana leaving. Uh, it might have been Cornette leaving, and then even to a lesser extent, having Stu Bennett get re- get replaced, because I think those guys brought credibility to the mic, and like. And plus, like Dave Marquez being there, being the interview guy, like at the podium, like it's not the same, man. Kyle Davis does a good job, but it's it's not the same, man. Like Dave Marquez, like it just felt different. Like he kind of felt like he was like he should have been there. You know what I mean? Like he fit that piece perfectly. So it was the loss. It was it was the loss of the studio with COVID. It was the loss of Lagana. Like I said, uh, Cornette and then Stu Bennett leaving. And then shit just started to change. And we started getting more like silly gimmicks. Like the women's division was great. It was Allison K, Ashley Vox, uh, Thunder Rosa was coming in and she was tiny as shit, but she was tough as nails. Like there were so many great stories. Even the fucking Dawson's dude, the fucking Dawson's, they were building those guys up. It was cool as shit. It's, it's almost like, but you can't really like say this about him because like, this is what like usually say about wrestlers when they start like, like Marty, like Marty Gennetti or, or somebody like that. They start saying crazy shit or doing crazy shit. Like, oh, too many chair shots to the head. You can't say that about Billy Corgan, but yet it seems like his booking has like, he's taken too many chair shots to the head. Dude, Eli Drake was there. Ricky Starks was there. Zicky Dice got brought in. Like I was, I fucking hated Zicky Dice a couple weeks in. I was all in with Zicky Dice. He was amazing during COVID his match with the Pope where he fucking lost the TV title. It was such great shit. Zicky Dice was on the microphone the whole time talking shit to Billy Corgan, talking shit to the Pope. It was fucking amazing. All so gone. All how gone. do you can how would you write the ship or is the ship too far gone? The talent's there. Yeah, but losing all this was like a big fucking blow. Losing and all I this. don't and I don't think the Cardona injury hurt. I think putting that NWA title on him was smart. And then he got hurt. And I yeah. think that expedited the Tyrus stuff. And the Tyrus stuff is not I, I still if like, he was a good wrestler, it wouldn't be bad, but he's the shits. Right. When I'm wrong, I'll tell you I'm wrong, right? Uh, if you, Like, we're going to talk New Japan. Like, David Finley, like, a complete 180 on him for me, right? Ooh. And I will openly will admit that I was wrong about David Finley. I just see no good. I see nothing good with Tyrus outside of the fact that I guess Billy Corgan gets a, gets a, a hard on when he sees him on fucking Fox News with a belt. Tyrus is great on the mic. He's a great interview. He's got that gift, but his wrestling career is behind him, dude. He can't move anymore. You see him dropping elbows. Like there was one match. He climbed to the second rope. I really fucking thought he hurt himself. When could he move Tony? Oh, Funkasaurus dude. Funkasaurus was amazing as a character, dude. When he was in the ring, throwing guys around talking shit, like, should I get him? Here comes the suplex, like calling his spots real loud and shit. I loved hundred percent. And even when he was, even when he was like a second to Alberto Del Rio, like that was a good role for him too. Yeah. Tough guy. 
tough like, guy. Like limited, like don't go crazy in the ring. Just, you know, someone's going to throw Del Rio over the rope and you're going to have to catch him or you're going to have to take some Undertaker's dive or some shit like that. And so that was good. And then Funkasaurus was, was good for the time being. I mean, it was what it was. If it wasn't the greatest gimmick in the world and it's not what we expected when they were hyping him up. But like now, like eventually like the bloom, what is it? The, the bloom fell off the rose. rose yeah. Is that the expression? And yeah. then now like he brings to me, per, like he brings nothing to the table, he, like, like literally nothing, but you know, his, he's on TV and he, his action figure sold the most out of all the stupid, uh, not stupid, but the, the, the bendy figures that the majors did. So like he has some sort of following somewhere. People do like this dude, like somewhere. So, I mean, I, Matt, I know, I, Matt, I know you're like, I know. No, exactly do right. but like, look, I, I'm a figure collector, right? I don't love everybody in AEW, but when you put out a series, I have to have the whole fucking set, like. <laughs> Like, well, let's make a figure of Tyrus and make it part of the Bendy set. Like, everyone's going to fucking buy him so they have the fucking set, right? But it was the highest selling one, though. That's because people want to probably fucking burn half of them. <laughs> I, uh, I like I like the, the question here. You've uh, you've been dared, double dog dared, and then triple dog dared to name three good Tyrus matches. Now, I, I know that I can't. I can't either. No chance. No chance. Like current Tyrus matches? It just says three good Tyrus matches. Dude, there's no there's no yeah. good Tyrus I, matches anywhere. And I know I know Kate gets her little boner like picking on me about Tyrus, but like I've said it, I can't his his shit in the ring is terrible. Did he have what was his match with Cardona? Or did he even have one with Cardona? They had a they didn't they have a they had a three-way. It was Cardona, Murdoch, and uh Tyrus. Was that right? okay? That was when Trevor was champ. That's how Tyrus won the belt. No? Am I wrong? I think that's how it wound up. Let me look it up. Look it up. Uh, Somebody somebody had a a question about Joe Galley. Yeah, Scott brings up. Joe Galley's terrible and dry. Go back. Disagree Disagree with that take. Yeah. Here's the problem. Joe Galley lately, I don't know if it's because he's like, with the office now, like he's actually like not just a commentator, like he's got his hands in a lot of this stuff. He might be a little more like, like Billy Corgan's kind of like, you know, twisting the screws and whatnot. But you go back and listen to Joe Galley when he worked with Cornette, when he worked with Stu Bennett, when it was him and Tim Storm, they were amazing together, the two of them. Velvet Sky, another fucking negativity in the in the booth, dude. And now Look, Danny Deals is funny doing those commercials. I'm sure he's got some value being a manager somewhere. He is just he's just all over the place, too. If you would have kept it as Joe Galley and Tim Storm, shit would have been perfect. You would have, I would have eventually, had they had some longevity, you could have put them up there as probably one of the better, if not one of the best ta- uh, tag team commentators in the business. They were that good. But then they stuck fucking Velvet Time and all that shit in there and uh tyrus won at hard times three november 12th 2022 also uh to circle back to colby carino um the deal fell through uh in may of this year but he admits the door has not closed on him joining the wwe it just isn't the right situation right now there oh you go. wasn't there like um i don't know if you just literally literally just said it my brain spazzed out for a second 
wasn't WWE going through like some sort of hiring freeze? Yes, it was because the the merger was was in discussions or some shit. Yeah, you're right, Kevin. That's what it was. That's yeah. what it was. So I'm, okay. I mean, that's Colby is a talented kid. Him being back in the NWA is a plus. But yeah, because because there was talk know. about even like Broski uh, Cardona going back, and then they just put that the kibosh on bringing people back or, or hiring people, even though they just signed like a plethora of new people to NXT. But that's I guess that's different. Yeah, that's kind of like all in-house people, right? Like those are like people that they recruit directly. They're not yeah like, from like the colleges and shit like that. Yeah, like the soccer star from this university or this guy from yeah. this country who's a, like a rugby player. Like yeah, they 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 their homegrown shit. They'll keep pumping. You know, they'll keep going through. Yeah, pump it. I don't baby. know, man. Pump it. I don't know either, man. It's uh, like I thought Mike. Mike Knox and and Mike Knox was in Family Cardona and he was feuding with with Trevor Murdoch, but now they're the yeah now they're buddies. Well, Rocket. Trevor Trevor's got a mean streak now, you know, because he lost the belt in the three way and and all that shit. So I don't know, beats me. That's the, Look, I, I like Trevor. That's... Trevor's talented too, man. Yes. When he won the fucking belt, I was like, this is awesome. And then the Cardona thing happened. It's like, all right, we're going back to the chase. And then he lost it again, and it became Tyrus's belt. You know, it's like I don't know, man. Speaking of belts, Tony, Ooh. Kevin, I know you guys enjoy a championship belt. How do you feel about the new one that old Trips gave to a double R on SmackDown? The only question I have I is... didn't this, see this. I didn't even know this happened. Does this belt supplant the two belts that Heyman carries around? Or is this like a greatest Royal Rumble kind of thing where they just presented it to him and that's it? Uh, the WWE unveiled a new undisputed WWE Universal Champion title design on SmackDown. Yeah, it, says, it to, says undisputed champion on the bottom. Like that's Prior the to wordage. Roman Reigns' 1,000-day celebration, Triple H came out on Friday's show, presented him with a new championship with just similar design to the WWE and Universal titles, but with a gold center plate. Yeah. So I started watching SmackDown, but I wanted to make sure I got the there new hand first. And I did not see this. Uh, it's, it it's, looks. It's on the screen, Kev. Look up, Kev. Oh, okay. So I thought that was fake. Okay, never mind. No, that's 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 real deal, Holyfield. That's and instead it. of like WW, instead of like it says Universal Champion across the bottom, like that's that's the yeah. That's okay, the yeah, whatever. That's 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 a nothing burger. So are the other belts just going to disappear now? Like when Heyman walked off with them, like they're we're never going to see them again. Is that is that the deal? We're down to two championships now, again. Yeah, I, I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. I didn't. I didn't catch. I didn't catch SmackDown. I'm kind of surprised they didn't take this opportunity to change it up a bit. Like, look, you don't have to make it look like the the World Championship, but it would have been their chance to give us a little bit of a gimmick change. You know, something. There, there's something different. That's not. It's, it's not a bad looking belt. No, but it's it's uninspired. It's like the same design that they've had. You know. Yeah. Well, I feel like they're like. Their whole purpose when they're when they have these championships is branding. Like the <laughs> WWE logo has to be first and foremost. That's why, like they did the re, they did the the new big gold with the WWE logo front and center. That's why all the belts since since maybe I guess the spinner so WWE in the fucking and the entire plate. Yeah, the the one before that was the um the undisputed belt, the one that um JBL had. 
the one that Brock, Le- the one that Hogan had, yeah. Yeah, Brock Lesnar. Because John Cena won that, and then yeah, and then the spinner was like the next week or next night yeah. or whatever. Yep. So there's always been. You're right. Aside from the rated R version, there's always been that big WWE in the middle. And then when Miz had it, he would turn it upside, upside down, down yeah. and it would just be the M. Let me ask you guys this, and I'm not sure how it works. So I was looking for some names that I could gimmick for over the top this week. Thanks to Coda Sky. Um, and I noticed that they have Sami Zayn and uh, Kevin Owens listed on the WWE roster page as the SmackDown tag team champions. So there's two questions. One, are they still recognized as the Raw and SmackDown tag champions? And if they are two, how come they haven't been designated to a brand yet? Like Roman Reigns was. Don't you find that a little odd that you took your, your main champion with your two major titles and you said he's stuck on one show and yet your tag team champions are just still kind of floating out in the ether. So there were, there were a few talents that were considered free agents like Brock Lesnar was one. And then I believe like Baron Corbin was one. And then he showed up on NXT and um, somebody else, uh, Mustafa Ali was, I guess, considered a free agent. So he showed up on NXT. And uh, so maybe, maybe Sammy, I'm not a hundred percent certain, but maybe Sammy and Kevin were in that range, but, or maybe because they hold both sets of belts. Uh, yeah, but it's it's strange because it doesn't follow the precedent that they set with Roman Reigns. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, when do, when does like when does WWE ever follow any sort of precedent? I mean, definitely a fair point. But you would think because they made a big deal out of Roman Reigns, they would have you know, hey, tag champs kind of have to do the same thing. I, they made I, I a big know. deal out of Roman Reigns because they want him. They're they're he's uh, past a thousand days. Like they're oh. going to that's. And the other thing is. You know, Roman's working a lighter schedule, so we're going to have a new champion that's going to be on Raw and yada yada. Oh, hey, Roman, good to see you, buddy. Here's a new belt for you. <laughs> really? It's a look, the Roman Reigns in a bloodline is a draw, though. Yeah, but Triple H, like, shit on him one week introducing the world title and then gives him a brand new belt, like, a couple weeks later. I think, he still, shook, I think he still shook his hand at one point, though. It's so weird. I don't know. I don't the know. problem is like it's the it's 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 like across like ninety nine percent of wrestling, right? Nothing ever makes sense. Yeah, they did the draft, and now guys are all over the fucking place. None of it matters. We don't know who the 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 SmackDown tag champions, but they also have the Raw tag titles. Um, we're having Texas Tornado tag matches, but you have to tag in. But there's no disqualifications. It's just a lot of a lot of craziness out there in the world of wrestling. Yeah, got to go with the flow. Now, Don't they, look they, for they, answers because you won't find them. That that's the, that's the most poignant thing that could be said about it. Don't look for answers. Just watch it, and if. If you're annoyed by it, then I don't know. That's on, I guess that's on you. I don't know. I don't know, man. I just, I like to watch wrestling. I like to have something make sense. All right, yeah, so if you're not watching. You oh, sorry, Kev. No, this is what I wanted to, because Tony mentioned earlier, and I know I'm changing gears real quick, so we can come back to WWE in a second. But you said that now that you're very disappointed at NWA, you're very disappointed at MLW, which were your two favorites. Are you considering maybe actually starting to watch something else like AEW or WWE? Like, would you watch other things now? Because now NWA and MLW have completely turned on you. Well, I tried watching some of those matches from the AEW pay-per-view last week. (laughs) (laughs) 
I texted Matt. I go, Matt, which three should I watch? And he told me the Jericho match. And then what was the other one? Oh, the, the Anarchy, which I couldn't even get through. What was the other one you told? Oh, Wardlow and, and Christian. Um, The one thing I did like, and I told him, like, in a bubble, had they not put Jade against Taya Valkyrie in that match, had they done some sort of schmaz like uh, SummerSlam where – I don't know. Maybe Ron Bass stabs her in the face with a fucking spur and Taya Ron can't wrestle. Bass comes back from the dead and attacks <laughs> Taya Valkyrie. Fuck Holy yeah, dude. I would tune in for that shit. Uh, and then, Ronnie, Ronnie Bass Jr.'s out there. And like if Chris Stat if it was just an open challenge and Statlander came out and fucking surprised her and won, even bigger fucking blow the roof off the place. That would have been amazing. So Kate wants to know why would you tell him the Jericho one? Ha 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 ha. Because Tony said I want to watch bad wrestling. <laughs> it's true. I did. I'll I tell you one thing. I don't want to, I don't want to go back to AEW, but the camera work alone in that main event, I was ready to throw my fucking head out the window. Uh, I was ready who, to lop it off my shoulders and give it a toss as my final act. Of you know who was on camera? Michael J. Fox. Of course. <laughs> Fox. <laughs> Gotta get back in time. <laughs> Did, uh... I, I don't know. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't know why, right? Don't but I, uh, I, when I have a lot of downtime on on the pizza truck, I spend a lot of time on Twitter just fucking off, literally. Oh no. Alexa Bliss is pregnant, right? This is great for her. Fuck right? yeah! Just, you know what that like, means? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> She was fucking. I do. That's an old Blade Braxton. Oh, she sorry. Likes to fuck. Sorry. Right? I do. <laughs> but people, people were, people are, people are crazy. People are, I worry for people. All right. You, you gotta, you gotta tell me what you saw. Yeah, I, don't I saw everything from, uh, from, uh, all those people that thought she was, she was, uh, taking time off because she was hurt to all those people who think she was getting squashed. Uh, how do you feel well, now because she's pregnant? To, uh, I can't believe she's pregnant. You know, she'll be back in the ring in December. Just we, weird, weird, weird. People are weird. Be back in the ring in December. Yeah, Why? Because Bray play. Wyatt coming back? Do we have something else to look forward to? They're yeah, going to air the pregnancy live at the Firefly. Fun oh, house. my God. Like superstar <laughs> Billy Graham's hip operation. Do you guys remember that? Or are you guys like not? No, we, you made us watch that episode of Superstars. Oh my god, they fucking showed the surgery on fucking Saturday morning TV. <laughs> I don't know. People are just fucking <laughs> weird, man. So like God, just let her be. Let her have a fucking she's a woman. She wants to start a family. Did they did they did they all cry when Becky Lynch left? Yeah. yeah. Remember uh, Oscar, Oscar cried? Oscar cried. Well, Oscar cried. And Becky, Becky. <laughs> <laughs> it was Carmella's so pregnant. Awkward. Carmella's pregnant too. Yeah, man. So is Tay. You know right? what that means? <laughs> I do. <What? laughs> She's fucking like, oh. at the Holiday Inn. <laughs> Wait, at the Holiday Inn? Did I miss something? Yeah, they're on the road all the time. Where else are you gonna fuck? I don't know. Maybe the Double Tree. Oh, nice. I like the Double Tree. Double Tree. Hey, what do you think? You think she gives birth to an actual baby or a little piggy? Oh, come on, dude. What was the pig's name? I forgot the pig's name. <laughs> Lunch. <laughs> let's see let's see i'm gonna google let's see alexa bliss dumb pig 
dumb pig. Oh, I thought you were talking about the pig from the Firefly Funhouse. <laughs> Not the no. pig that, Bray? that got that got stolen. Didn't she, didn't her pig get stolen? No, no it died. Uh, died because uh, let's see. TMZ says several vets refused to look at the pig because it was too big. Lose too big of the pig. Larry, Asian Joe says Larry. Oh, it was Larry. That was it. Oh, every asshole. Wait, in Steve. Wait, fucking Steve. Larry. Wait, we got conflicting uh, no, conflicting con- reports reports. now. I think La- Larry sounds familiar. That's I fucking stupid CM Punk's, Punk's dog. ugly dog. Oh, oh, maybe you're right. Yeah, it's fucking dumb overbite, you stupid. No, dog. it was oh, it was Larry Steve, Larry hyphen Steve. <laughs> Why couldn't you just fucking pick an Anglo name and just go with it? Why do you have to have two? You want to ham it up? <laughs> <laughs> fucking terrible, Kevin. God damn it! <laughs> stupid pig. <laughs> Stupid you know she ate so many fucking bacon, egg, and cheeses. Oh my god, she was crying, soup. frying up bacon in the pan. Listen, don't... Larry, you're so tasty, but it's so sad. Yeah, well, listen, like leopards eat their kids after they die. <laughs> oh, got They're seventeen cheetahs. minutes ago. Seventeen minutes ago, tweet from all wrestling. Oh, big announcement! Yes, oh, Tony has another announcement. He will announce the first main event match this third this Wednesday night on Dynamite for the first collision. Action Andretti versus Chris Jericho. No, it's gotta be CM Punk Samoa Joe, no. All right. For what? It's fucking <laughs> terrible. Wait, what, Samoa what, Joe's what, the what, Ring what? of Honor TV champion. Isn't he supposed to be in some feud with Zack Sabre Jr.? Yeah, we just no, watched just, a just, rampage that had all Ring of Honor title matches. And New Japan title true. matches and AAA title matches. To be fair, I didn't watch it. No, no I didn't either. <laughs> I was just trying to, trying to say something. It was an AEW no, I, I, yeah, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down, KJ. I, I wouldn't do anything to support anything that has to do with AEW. <laughs> Tune in Wednesdays. <clears throat> no, I don't know what I was doing. The fuck was I doing Friday? Oh yeah, not watching wrestling. No, I don't. I worked. I don't fucking know. There you go. Were you thinking about Alexa Bliss taking it in the double tree? No, but she's gonna have a baby, so that's exciting. Good for her. Good for her. Right. Good for yeah. her. Right. Yeah, taking that D. Hey, your boy DiBiase's got some brain. Speaking issues, of apparently. D. <laughs> What does he still think he's walking into jewelry stores in Connecticut? He doesn't have Alzheimer's or dementia, but he has severe brain trauma. It's from eating all that meat sauce with Virgil. Wait, he's severe like, brain trauma? Did his son push him down the stairs? No, his ru- son just runs his pockets. Don't be silly. <laughs> They're not some million dollar man. What else is going on in here? You know money in the bank is soon? Yeah. Get out of here. July 1st in London. Oh, fucking A. More fucking pay-per-views to pick. Yeah. Hey, we got nothing for the rest of June, buddy. I thought, wait, isn't, I thought Forbidden Door was coming up. What, what's the... Oh, yeah, June 25th. All right, that's, oh, the, that's 20 days away. Yeah. We don't pick AEW anyway. Fuck them. What are you talking Can we about? pick we the do. next XPW show? No. <laughs> I want to pick XPW. We'll talk about it. Can we do like... No, we're not Matt. Don't even humor us. Can we do shitty September? We just find all the most (laughs) awful fucking wrestling shows we can and pick them. Shitty September. Fuck yeah, dude. All right. That's not bad. Kate, Forbidden Door is the 25th. The 26th is a Monday. 
Just an FYI. Yeah, but it's Tony Khan. Who knows? He may decide to change the day of the week. It's on. That'll, That'll be, be a big a... announcement. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a catastrophe guys. too. Thanks, it's gonna guys. Run against Raw. Thanks, guys. <laughs> this Thanks, door guys. is no longer forbidden. Thanks, guys. Oh, is that like the back door? Ooh. For who? Gonna hold the back door for AEW. That's uh, it's another. It's a movie Tony Khan's gonna do about twenty years. <laughs> yeah, Dakota Dry, baby. His uh, and his announcement the back door. <laughs> <laughs> when they're all done plowing them, thanks guys. So I'm gonna guess thanks go. guys. <laughs> As long as they don't finish on her Dakota thigh. <laughs> Where's Swole? She's got my stash. <laughs> swole stash. You good? Yeah, he, he smoked up a big Swole. You don't remember? After no. she got fired, he was talking oh shit God. that she was garbage. And Swole was like, yeah, well, you smoked my weed. <laughs> uh, his Tony Khan. Yeah, uh, he's got another announcement. Well, his announcement Wednesday night was like the worst kept secret in wrestling. CM Punk will be returning for the debut of Collision. Do we know if they're going to keep him off Dynamite and just be on Collision? Depends on how much the Young Bucks cry. And I don't know the truth to this. My understanding is CM Punk will be exclusive to Collision. Now that's got to be because of the bullshit, right? I mean, it's pro wrestling, so it could just be. I mean, that's what you want to. You would imagine that's why, right? But yeah. you, I don't know. I don't trust anything anymore. I, I agree wholeheartedly. It could start out like that, and then it could turn into like you know they could actually make some money, and he can go there, and they can go there, well, and maybe people will you know spend a like, Saturday night at home like pay per view, like pay per views, like. Is like is CM Punk gonna be a part of Forbidden Door? Uh, I don't know. What's what's AEW's yearly Mania pay per view? Like, what's the big one? <sighs> it's either it's All Out. No, yeah, when is that? All Out September. It's a week after All In. Back to back pay per views, buddy. Do you think they try? Oh, wonderful. Do you think they try? Keep Punk isolated for a couple of weeks, and then one day, oh, Kenny Omega happens to show up on Collision. And the two of them kind of get into it, have words, whatever. Look, that'd be. And I then just... Punk shows up on Wednesday night and everybody goes, oh, shit. Punk's here on Wednesday. Yeah. Maybe you build to a little Omega Punk. Dude, that's a fucking license to print money. They'd be crazy not to do something like no, that. No, 100%. And I've, been, and I've been contesting this since the whole thing went down is that there's too much money to be left on the table for them not to end up doing something. So while at first it might seem like CM Punk is just going to be on this one show, I mean, there's nothing saying that Kenny Omega can't go to that show or the, the Bucks can't be on Collision. We haven't heard anything about a solid actual brand split, I don't think. That'll... No, and I think, and I think you need to hang that. Like, I, I, I don't know, fuck all about tv but saturday 8 to 10 on a sunday a, uh, a saturday oh, night saturday, eight saturday to 10 eight sunday. To 10 on a sunday. that's a wild show Ooh. bro thanks oh, guys that's c4 is coursing through my fucking veins <laughs> right now um eight to ten on a saturday is rough dude it's a rough fucking spot so if you can 
hang that in the air where you never know who's going to show up on collision and you can get people to tune in. I think that's that might be a win, but it was I don't know, man. Ten on a Saturday. Like what? Is, Saturday nights in the summer, like you're like fucking like out by the pool, or you're like just hanging out, and barbecuing, or you're going to baseball games, or yeah, this is a, this is a bad time of year to debut a Saturday show. Vacations, kids are out of yeah, school. Yeah, but it doesn't get any easier in the fall when you're going up against college football. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. Like, here's the deal. Like, if you like maybe their expectations aren't that high for a Saturday show in the summer. So if you can produce something of an audience in the summer, then who's to say that it can't like double or so so you're saying essentially that that time slot's so dead, anyways. That if yeah. they get something, it'll show it'll show first, somebody that there's some value first, to AEW first, in that spot. First run programming in the summer is a rare thing. So if you have first run programming on on a Saturday night on a night where there's no other first run programming other than maybe a baseball game, then then maybe you have something there. And if it's not, if it's five hundred thousand people, if it's four hundred thousand people. Maybe hey, maybe they prove us all wrong and do nine do the numbers that Dynamite does. We don't know, so it's it's. I think it's worth the risk, but we don't know how much they're paying for it or if they even are, because that has that's been all the rumors too about the the, the media deal. Interesting, so. interesting point that SJ brings up. She's upset that there's pay per views on Sundays and she hates it. Mm-hmm. We grew up. On Sunday pay-per-views. Yeah, but you not up on a- Tuesday pay-per-views. Not the eight, dude. The AEW pay-per-views are fucking long. Wow, dude, so those th- the first two matches of that last show took up the whole first fucking hour. The whole I'm, first hour, dude. I'm well aware, man. You th- you know, that's a that's almost a fucking five hour show if you count the pre-show. So well, like, like Tony, like we're we're old, right? So like some of us more than others, Kevin. Yeah, that's right. So like the 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 idea of a traditional Sunday pay per view wasn't always a Sunday night pay per view wasn't always a thing. There were pay per views on Monday, like some of the like were Monday nights, were were Tuesday nights, and well, obviously the second WrestleMania was a Tuesday night. One of the um, Summer Slams was like a Monday or Tuesday night too. One of the earlier ones, exactly. Um, Thanksgiving always used to be Survivor Series. Yep. Uh, I mean, obviously you had off the next day, so uh, like so. And that was that was what was cool as shit, man. You pigged out. You watched the NFL during the afternoon, and then that night, while everybody's fucking stuffed to the gills, you watched fucking. And it was Survivor Series. I don't want to say it was a throwaway, but it was something so gimmicked up and different. Like it was like you could just sit there and enjoy it. And then it became like the. Then eventually Survivor Series, before when all the pay-per-views went to Sunday, it was traditionally on Thanksgiving Eve. And it became the Thanksgiving Eve tradition. Like that was like the tagline that they would use. If I'm not mistaken, it might have been the Thanksgiving night for all I know. But no, I they did the They did Eve. do the Thanksgiving Eve tradition. They changed it up. The only problem is as you get older, Thanksgiving Eve is the night that you'd rather go out drinking with your boys. You know, everybody's yeah. home for Thanksgiving, you know? Yeah, not so much anymore. Well, I mean, we're we're of an older, you know, ilk right now, but you know, I'm sure the younger kids still do that shit. Home yeah, from they, college, yeah. see my boys, you know. No, it's not like it used to be, man. No, it's like I, as someone who's been in the bar industry my entire life, adult life, basically. Like, bro, like the local bars get fucking destroyed on Thanksgiving Eve because everyone's going to the city or Hoboken or 
some shit like that. Wow, you would shit. I, you would think even with the flying Benellis in town, you know. Oh, that's right. Well, you know, no, it's the I mean, they're, they're a draw, Tony. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> they pr- they print money on on uh, you know on Christmas Eve. Well, maybe the, Benelli, maybe the Benelli sisters need to step aside, and the Benelli daughters you need to. Nah, uh, the Benelli up. sisters need to start doing double shots, bro. Afternoon and evening. <laughs> that's right. That's Pick fucking money's to be made on th- on Thanksgiving Eve. I don't know, man. The Benelli girls, they're they're not as. Not Listen, as spry don't you dare talk about them like that, Tony. You don't know them. They're not as spry as they used to be, dude. I've been around. I know the Benellis. You don't know the Benellis. I mean, I don't know them the way some folks know them, but I know them. A draw's like a draw. I don't dude. like what you're inferring there. Listen, I didn't call them backdoor Benellis, but that's what I heard. <laughs> you watch your, t- your tongue. Listen, so. that's not from my mouth. That's what I heard through the grapevine. Wait, one of them is. Well, I don't, I'm not yeah. sure which one, you know. They're both quite attractive. Dakota. <laughs> Dakota Benelli. Dakota, Dakota draw. Oh my God, I can't keep going back to the well. Please don't. Uh, Ring drunk. of Honor. Ring of Honor announced their next pay per view. Oh great! Who's headlining that one? Five of the six fucking AEW guys. It'll yep. be Death Before Dishonor from Trenton, New Jersey. Oh shit! Where the CYO Center? The Cure Insurance Arena. <laughs> nope. It was a murder. <laughs> July 21st, Friday night. Uh I don't know if Hanson Kevin is familiar with uh with Trenton, New Jersey. It is nope. not a safe place. No. No. You don't sell lemonade on the corner out there? Oh god. You will no. get killed if you go to Trenton. Just, Just saying. You go there, you're dead, huh? Yeah, a little bit. There's a chance. There is a, uh, you know. It's always on the table. There's a couple. That's why I saw ECW in Trenton at the baseball field. And you're alive. I am. Well, I put, uh, I was put in the Katahajime and I told Bam Bam Bigelow that LT didn't tap out. And, well, that stopped the whole crowd. <laughs> and Bam Bam Bigelow led an asshole chant at me and old Charles. <laughs> that that kind of makes sense. Oh, yeah, Trenton. I'm, I mean, I'm sure the you know it is par for the course, though, right? Any wrestling event needs to be held in a shitty area. Yeah, well, Camden does wrestling events too, right? Doesn't Camden, Camden do? worse than Trenton? Oh, oh yeah, Camden's the murder capital of the East Coast, other than maybe Baltimore. Huh. Sometimes HK, yeah. Trenton and Detroit, uh, Camden and Detroit, neck and neck. Yeah, that's a bit. That's that's gonna be the main event of the show. Camden no. versus Detroit. Fuck I yeah. Mean, Camden versus Trenton. But Detroit isn't all that bad anymore. What? Yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, it, years ago, at least within the last eight years ago, back when I was in the hotel industry, I talked to uh to talk to a guy from from Detroit, and he's like, the city of Detroit's one of the safest places you'll ever be. Like, actually, in the downtown city of Detroit. Oh, like as, as soon as you start moving outwards, that's when all the bullshit happens. Oh yeah, mom's spaghetti, palms are sweaty. I know all about it. Be I don't know it. about that. I mean, it's it's the same though in all the big cities. Like in Newark, if you're in the downtown area, not the greatest, but it's pretty safe. Yeah, Ironbound's pretty good. Yeah, you go to Camden. I'm sure, like around where like the aquarium is and all that, like where the uh, the concert shell is and all that shit. I'm sure it's plenty safe. I wouldn't venture two blocks in any any particular direction from there. <laughs> It's like a helicopter, helicopter drop. SJ wants to know: Are any of you guys going <laughs> to the show? 
Uh, I will not go to the show. Thank you very much. Matt, Matt, no, I, feel like I will. I will. It was the Mark order. Uh, wonderful ter- shirt, by the way, Tony. Uh, they put it out there. Uh, it's not. It's not in the cards. July is a busy month for me, so the weekends are going to be not easy for me to take off. So, but will you have time to catch whatever AEW is doing on Saturdays? What is it? I will, I will not be going to Collision in Newark, if that's what you're asking. The next day, July 22nd, I will not be at Collision. Oh, shit. So there's Ring of Honor in Trenton, and then why wouldn't they just put Ring of Honor in Philly? Like, why Trenton? Why not Philadelphia? Fucking no. It's so weird, right? Unless right. they don't like the 2300. Maybe there's know. something going on. No, you can't have a pay-per-view at the 2300 arena. You fucking... 800 people in there if you're lucky. How many people well, do you think they're going to get for Ring yeah, of Honor? Not even 800, maybe 400. All right, well, let's be honest. Come on now. Come well, on. Now. Come on. I don't know. Come people on. are going to make a weekend out of it. If they're going to collision in Newark. Yeah, but what is there to do in Trenton? At least if you're in Philly, you can go to South it's, Street. You can get a cheesesteak. You you there's always something to do in Trenton. In the Murder. area, sure. What, what area of it's Trenton? 2023, dude. Just look at your fucking phone. Right, I want to find out what's in Trenton to do. <laughs> Things to do in Trenton. You can well, find I'm a fucking, fucking diners, right drive-ins, and dives. Things yeah, murdered. To I was going to say, all I've heard so far is you can die in Trenton. I think you have a better chance of dying in Camden than you do right. in Trenton. Taking a Thunder game. See, there it's, you go. See Trenton Thunder. You can go to the Trenton Farmer's Market. That's number two on the list. All right. What day of the week is that? I don't fucking know. Tony, you know what they farm there? Bodies. <laughs> the New Jersey State. Oh, yeah. You can go see the federal courthouses and all that shit. Yeah, I mean, it is too. our state capital, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, I mean, you can see the thunder. You can go to the Mill Hill Playhouse if you want to feel a little theatrical. There's a, there's a rock wall climbing center. Wait, it's Probably train you to fucking run over the walls when you're in downtown Trenton. <laughs> See, there's things to do. Oh, my God. Oh, the Pennsylvania Bridge is number 13. That's when you do the other 12 things. You get the fuck out. No, that's what you jump off of. Dude, <laughs> they put the Trenton Free Public Library as one of the top 20 things to do in Trenton. Come on, dude. Trouble with pushing education. Where are they doing this Ring of Honor show? I just told you, the Cure Insurance Center. The Cure Insurance Center is number 16 of things to do on Oh, <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. The Trinity is, is Episcopal Church is number 19. Dude, there's oh, nothing to do in Trinity. I'm sorry. Say that one more time, Tony. The Trinity Episcopal. Ep, ep, Episcopal? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking dolt. <laughs> Sometimes I get a few wrong people. Episcopal? <laughs> <laughs> sound like me dude. Jesus Christ. This, ep- this, ep- this episodical this show is hilarious <laughs> holy shit alright you know what you can't win them all I guess you're not you're the most religious dude of the four of us <laughs> <laughs> when he said episodical I was like okay maybe it's like you know one of the burbs or something like that <laughs> when you fucking nailed I was like oh yeah that's fucked <laughs> well if you're interested you could get they have a New Jersey slingshot rentals there. If you feel like busting out some more windows in downtown Trenton, that's your place to go. Over the top toadies is still here with us. Oh my god. <sighs> Dude, there's there's... <laughs> You're not taking like a fucking four-day vacation. You're driving into Trenton. 
to see a fucking wrestling show. Yeah, Find a we're, bar. Check, we're checking no, out the library no, beforehand. No, no. Find a fucking bar on the way in, get a burger and a beer, then go to the fucking arena. What do you need to fucking see? Go sightseeing for? Yeah, nobody needs to see the episodical church. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise Jesus. <laughs> All right, so that's the name of the show, Episopical Church. How do you spell that? Oh, I'll fuck you guys. Out. Name it, and then you fucking leave, and I got to figure out how to spell fucking Episopical. <laughs> Just put Episcopal. It's the same shit. Somebody else will mispronounce it, too. Fucking assholes. I was, also thought Big Charles was pretty good. What? Uh, Let me ask you guys this. Oh, shit. We got Impact has this Against All Odds show coming up. Very Phil soon. Collins is there. Is he? Take a look at me now. Um. We're going to debut the 8 4 1 match. <sighs> Are you ready? Color me enthralled. Are you ready? Yes. The winner of this 8 4 1 match will earn an Impact World Title shot at Slammiversary. The match begins as an eight man tag team bout. Oh, no. The winning team will then compete. In a fatal four-way where the victor will earn the title shot. Here are your teams. Bully Ray, Jonathan Gresham, Heath, and Nick Aldis against Moose, Speedball Mike Bailey, Rich Swan, and PCO. Why not just have an eight-man elimination match? Eight four one, Tony, because they have to work as a team first. Gives a shit. It's like Battle Bowl. I uh, <laughs> eh, not quite close. Similar, kind of it's, there. Yeah, it's clo- it's closer to that uh, the Ultimate Survivor on uh, Survivor Series. A little bit, a little bit closer to that. Yeah, but no. so that that always bothered me because that totally defined the lines between baby faces and heels, like like which never was clarified. Like, why is just because Hulk Hogan won? And Ultimate Warrior won, and Tito Santana won. Why are they automatically on the same team? Well, Hogan and Warrior were on the same team to begin with, weren't they? No, they were not. They uh, weren't. No, Hogan was with um, Typhoon, Bossman, and Hacksaw. Warrior was with Texas Tornado and LOD. Okay. Uh, and yeah, then Tito, that and Tito Santana was with uh, Nikolai Volkov and the Bushwhackers, which was the All Americans, and none of them were American. Arriba. Um, there was also a. I don't know what they called it, but it was one of those mishmash ones where, like, the bulldog was a bad guy and he was teamed up with Shawn Michaels. Ah, yeah, so that was 1995 or six. 95. It was 95. It was the wild card match. Wild card that was it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I I actually like this match concept. I usually don't like when things get kind of fucking mucky like this, but I'm actually for it. So Fuck, Matt, fucky mucky. I gotta, yeah. che- I gotta check, but I gotta assume that the next event after this is Slammiversary. Slammiversary will be taking place July 15th. Right. So one can assume that that's the next show. So, I mean, the obvious answer here is that we find we will get Nick Aldis versus um, Steve Macklin. Now, is it too early to take the belt off Steve Macklin? Nope. No, I don't think so. I I think you're, I think you're, I think Steve Macklin is a very, uh, accomplished wrestler and i think he's earned this spot uh the uh, josh alexander injury is unfortunate but i think the story is steve macklin josh alexander what better way to put a feather in steve macklin's cap than to have him beat nick aldis right nick aldis gains not 
Okay, Nick so- Aldis is in like the. Tw- Let's be fair. He's in the. He's at that point in his career where he's probably just there to make other people look good. I see. I don't see that with him. I I get the point, but I feel like I feel like it would be stupid for Impact not to put the belt on Nick Aldis at this point. And then you have the dream match of Aldis Alexander. Like that's like that's like main event. Like and if, and you could build that for another year to maybe next year's Slam anniversary or or whatever. They're I, I'm pretty sure Slam anniversary is their WrestleMania. Yes. So like or 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 build it to whatever their secondary one is, which I believe is um. That's either Bound for Glory or Bound for Glory. Actually, Nick- Bound for Glory might be their WrestleMania. All this is only 36 years old. That's it, huh? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's well, he's I, he's got some tread left. I take that back. I thought um, he was much older. That's why I looked it up. I was like, he's well, winning I mean, this title. It's, I mean, let's be honest. I know wrestling has changed a lot in terms of like how old you can be to wrestle, but like thirty six is no spring chicken either. Like it's not. It's it might be your prime, but it's not. You're on the back end for a little while. Well, I mean, AJ Styles is what forty four, right? Which, which is 45? why I kind of said it like that. I prefaced it by saying like Jericho, AJ. Um, well. I don't know if I'd consider Jericho in his prime anymore. CM Punk. No, no, I'm not saying they're in their prime, but I'm saying that they could still it could still work. They can still have a serviceable match. Maybe not everyone's a home run, but they could still they could still have a decent pay-per-view match or a decent TV match. Like I enjoyed the match on the mixed tag match on AEW Dynamite between uh him and Soraya and uh Adam Cole and Britt Baker. I really liked that match. So Against all odds, this Friday night. That's a big turnaround and a lot of quick moving parts right there. Wait, this is a pay-per-view? No, no it's, it's one of their monthly specials. Yeah, it's like an $11 pay-per-view. Like, I'll watch it, but we don't pick it. I mean, you got to build the Slammiversary, right? You got the 8-4-1 match. You got Trey Miguel, Chris Saban for the X Division title. Uh, Steve Macklin against Alex Shelley for the world title. Masha Slamovich and Killer Kelly in a dog collar match. Ooh, sexy. Uh, You're such a creep, dude. (laughs) Fuck off. You know they're thinking that. Who? Everybody in fucking Impact Wrestling. No, they're not. No, because these that that's not how they're gimmick. They're not billed as sexy ladies. Come on. Wait, wait. Who's it? Masha and who's the other one? Killer Killer Kelly. Kelly. She's big girl, huh? No, Ma- no, no, neither one. Of them Killer Kelly. No, Masha's thick, right? No, Masha's. Uh, here I mean, we go. Ne- Tony doesn't neither, know the fucking. Neither one of them. Of neither one of them are like Kelly Kelly, but they're not. <laughs> I gotta see Killer. They're very serviceable. You should probably look at Masha too. <laughs> oh, I've seen Masha. Call them serviceable, Kevin. Listen, that's a, that's a good word. No, I, I, that's a compliment, bro. Killer Kelly looks like a cross between Donut Belly and fucking Shayna Baszler, huh? See, now you're just being rude. I'm not uh, being rude. I mean, it's Donut Belly. That's not. Can you, can you show some respect to. Wait, was, was serviceable offensive? No, so not to who? me. All right, Killer Kelly's like Those a half and half. Like some Those pictures, she looks really good. Other pictures, is like, yeesh. Oh, <laughs> can you not, Tony? Jesus Christ. You know, who's a, you know who's a half and half? Who's the woman in Devil Wears Prada? What can you n- I don't fucking know what you're talking <laughs> about. Who, wait, who was it? What was her name? She's been in a ton of movies. You know who I'm talking, talking about, about. Glenn Close? No, no, the young the young broad. What's her name? The young broad. Jesus Christ. This is... Anne Hathaway. Sometimes Anne Hathaway's really hot. Other times it's like, ooh. Get me Armani on the phone. <laughs> Armani. 
Look, I, look, Kevin. I'm all in with serviceable. That 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 that's a fine word. They're, they're both very attractive. You look at their Instagram. They're very good looking ladies. And one yeah. and uh and um and who doesn't want to see good good looking ladies dragging each other around by dog collars? Masha yeah. is uh dates Akira, former guest of the show. Akira Hokuto? No, Akira. He MLW's Akira. Akira, Akira. No, that's Shakira. <laughs> yes. When you drag no, me like she that. is serviceable. <laughs> oh my god! No, no, wiki, she's wiki, a... wiki, wiki, mambaleo. Isn't she doing she's... time in like Brazil? <laughs> Who? No. Shakira. No. What the no. fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> that Local was news, the Fuji's that said with her. Tax evasion. Shakira, Shakira. I'm wait, Shakira, Shakira tax was... evasion. I gotta, I gotta look at. Wait, she Alexa is not doing time. Alexa Bliss Pig has time. to go. She might be. I think Kevin's on to something. Like, yeah, they're she, they're seeking an eight year prison sentence for her because she failed to pay millions in income taxes. Her hips what don't she's lie, hiding but her in tax records do. Seeking, seeking. She's ordered to stand trial on tax fraud. Well, that's there. You go. Look at this guy. Ooh, that's from fucking. Oh shit! It's year, in though. it's in Spain. Ooh. Oh yeah, Spain, not not Brazil, Spain. Yeah, Shakira's forty five. <sighs> I mean, she's serviceable. Ain't changing she my won't mind be, on that one. <laughs> she won't be at Slammiversary, but Diana Perazu will be defending her title against Trinity. Now she's thick. They're both thick, right? No, Trinity's a little like, on the slim like, side. Why, like, all right, I'm with Matt right now. <laughs> Shakira's very pretty. We're not talking. You know what? I am. Come on, That's dude. the name of the show. Shakira is very pretty. <laughs> Good isn't it to take heat off the Episcopals. Yeah. But... <laughs> there was a huge New Japan show Sunday, Saturday night, Sunday morning. Matt, you'll be very proud of me. I watched it. What did you, Kevin? What did you think? Uh, probably one of my favorite shows. That ever, like I didn't want to stop watching it. Like everything was great. I feel like obviously there were certain things that were better than others off the top of my head. I loved the the three way tag match for the vacant um, tag tag belts. At the yep. New Japan Strong. I loved that match. Obviously, I got the pick wrong, but we all did. Not one, not one person took Bishimon. Yeah, and, and that was incredible. Obviously. Uh, Will Ospreay versus Lance Archer was fantastic. That was like you couldn't pick a better way to start the show than yeah, that. I, agree. Um, I loved. Um, I mean, I kind of like Matt. At four hours and thirty-one minutes, kind of hard to be totally invested for the entire thing. But I love the um, uh, the the, Bull, the the Blackpool Combat Club match with um, with uh, Okada. Uh, uh, Ishii and um, uh, Tanahashi. Yeah, Tanahashi. Yeah, great stuff. And I'm sure I'm forgetting. Like, Matt, I'm telling you right now. Like I, Zach Saber Jr. Uh, Jeff Cobb was yeah. a Zach Saber Jr. Jeff Cobb match. Anything that you would probably expect them to do, even with my limited New Japan knowledge, it was exactly what I thought it was going to be. Uh, just total. T- Why was there no women's match on this show? It's a great question. Did Moxley bleed? Yes. No. Oh, yes. But I think that may have been hard way. Yeah, it was hard way. He took a yeah, nasty gonna, headbutt. Gonna drink my blood. Yeah. And then they announced, and then all the all the crazy shit, like all like the 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 new Bullet Club guys, like the the War Dogs, and uh, so I never knew who the first guy was that turned was Maloney or something like so, that. So yeah, Dan Maloney. He was in NXT UK. 
uh, and then they brought him the he was Will Osprey brought him in to be part of the United Empire and represent them in the Super Juniors. Um, and uh, I was not familiar with Dan Maloney either. He's a UK guy, uh, but the first time I saw him, uh, I think I sent a DM to Kieran and I go, "This is I don't know who this dude is, but he's a fucking menace." Uh, and he is a fucking problem, and I love it. Yep. And, of course, my uh, my dear, good, close, personal friend, my favorite wrestler, Gabriel Kidd, uh, is now a part of Bullet Club. And I guess – so So now they're all with David Finley, right? Yes. Matt's so, favorite New Japan star. No, he's mine. He's mine now, too. I mean, Gabe, Gabriel Kidd is, is – and Alex Coughlin is now involved. And, uh, and Clark Connors obviously looked great. So this is a this is a crazy development, Matt. As far like knowing nothing about New Japan, to me, like everything that happened felt like a big deal. It hundred uh, percent was, Kevin. You're spot on. Um, I've been any opportunity a microphone has been put in front of my face, and I've been asked about David Finley. I have nothing but awful things to say about him. Um, what he is doing with the Bullet Club uh, and who he's bringing in, uh, it makes perfect sense and it is really just uh it's a it's a it's a version you'd have to go back quite a bit of time in the history of the bullet club to find a version this good uh and i know this is just something they put together this weekend but with david finley at the helm clark connors dan maloney Gabe Kidd and Alex Coughlin. They um, all look like they belong together. Like they 100%. all look, they look like they should be in a stable. It, it, it just so happens that it is Bullet Club, but you could have named them anything and it would have been like they deserve to be together and they just gel. Like at least like aesthetically, they all gel. And Alex Coughlin's facial expressions as he's walking up the ramp. Oh, it's fucking like, creepy as shit. Bro, what a fucking psychopath. His eyes, was, me and Kieran talked about it today. I said his eyes were as big as fucking saucers. He didn't blink at all. It's yep. look, and they all have a story, right? They're all from the most of them, uh, all of them, with the exception of Dan Maloney, are from the LA dojo, and they came out of the dojo as Shibata's boys. And Alex Coglin was the android and didn't really go anywhere. Clark Connors was the rhino, and he's doing comedy shit with Taguchi. Like, Gabe Kidd had his battles with mental health, and now he's like wrestling Orange Cassidy, which is great. But like these dudes are fucking killers, and this is what David Finley is doing with the Bullet Club. As much as I love Jay White, the Jay White version of the Bullet Club was not a New Japan thing, right? His his vision was take over the wrestling world. So he had Kenta doing strong in the U.S., and he had Bay and austin and impact and he had you know whatever over here like it wasn't a cohesive unit uh, it, you have to really go back and and to the finn balor i was just gonna say aj that. styles days like yeah. this is this is a fucking this bullet club now is it gonna be a force to to be reckoned with in new so Japan. so let me ask you this do we have a total rundown of how many people are now in bullet club or is it like is this this might be an ignorant question, but is it like kind of like Wolfpack, black and white, or like are they like House of Torture? Like that's still bullet. House of right? Torture is like a sub subdivision, right? So they're Bullet Club, but you, they'll probably you won't see much of them with with Finley in this group of people. Ishimori's hurt, 
but he's there. Like, what about Kenta? So is, like, what's Kenta? Kenta is, Kenta's in. He was in the States this weekend. He won the fucking Defy United. Uh, he beat fucking Nick Wayne for the Defy Championship. He's, but like, Kenta's, Kenta's old hat, man. Like, people love, I think people who haven't seen Kenta since his first run in Noah get excited when they see him in New Japan. He's not good. Really? It's not. Kenta matches are not what they used to be. They're not. Not even close. And he's older. He's been, you know, he hasn't been the same since that match with Tanahashi at Wrestle Kingdom. And it shows in his matches. Um, But like when we were in D.C. and Philly, people went nuts for him because people have this. They have that image of Kenta being, you know, the go to sleep guy, the awesome guy who was in Noah. And he came over here and took Ring of Honor by storm. And he was awesome. And now he's like a completely different person. Uh, But I think this. This group that Finley has, they're going to. Be a so, do you think is it is it odd that they're all, I guess, uh, Gaijins? Is that no? Is that, it's not odd. No, because so Gato Gato's calling. You know, I mean, commentary talked about it. Gato is the mastermind behind everything, right? Okay. So the uh, the the it was like Dan Maloney and Clark Connors had best of a super junior match where they beat the dog shit out of each other. Like Gato's taking notes. Like this guy has that what david finley wants he wants savages he wants animals he wants ass kickers so like so files that away he gets dan maloney um we're gonna get fucking brian danielson and okada at fucking forbidden door yeah the way the crowd reacted to that video was was awesome and the video was really well done and yeah we got a couple more announcements about matches there too will osprey i believe he didn't mention him by name but i'm assuming it's gonna be osprey omega for a second he told me he told me come to canada yeah, so. He's, so he's taking on Canada as a as as a whole, Tony. Um, but uh, it, it was pretty much assumed that it was going to be Osprey, uh, Osprey Omega the entire time. So, that's... yeah. So look, Sonata had a great showing. Him and Yoda Suji was an awesome match. It, it's New Japan is they're they're trending in the right direction. So they're kind of in a position now where, like, look. I know I'm bust balls about Tanahashi and his fucking awful hair and stuff in that six man. He was the slowest person in that match. And I know he's old and I know, I know that his body's been through hell, but you could visibly see that he was a step step slower. Yeah. Uh, Naito is getting up there, right? So we're going to start to, you're going to start to see these guys kind of fade out, but you're going to see Ren Narita and Shota Umino. And he got a big reaction when they announced, I'm sorry to cut you. I'm so sorry, Matt. No, you didn't. uh, he got a big reaction uh, when they announced him for, I believe it was the G1. Uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, re, uh, the young guy. Ren Narita. Ren Narita. He got a big yeah. reaction when they announced his his name for the for the G1, which I always found very good. Eddie Kingston's going to be in the G1. Yeah. Someone's uh, got to take the losses. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, just based on look and actual like wrestling, like I never realized how much Sonata looks like a freaking star. And if they play their cards right, they could have one in him for a very, very long time. Does Sonata yeah. still do that pretzel twist thing? The Paradise Lock? Yes. Not as much. Oh, because they consider it goofy? He's moving away from it? Well, Master Watto did something then. like that, right? What was Master, Master- Watto's? Oh, I was so fucking mad about that Master Watto match. Me too. I really thought Master Watto was going to win. What are you making faces for, Tito? Oh, yeah. I'm so mad at Master Watto. <laughs> Yeah, why I does Master Watto's, Watto's time? Why does his Why does his mask say going to Grandma's house? Who? Master Watto. He doesn't wear a mask. 
he had a mask on. Somebody posted an image of him in the Discord. By the way, join the Discord, people. It's Context. A lot of fun. From when? Uh, I got now. I got to look it up. Give me a second. Yeah, but when was he? He wasn't wearing the mask at the show. No, 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 no. It was a picture of him, and I said, "Oh, he's looking like Shawn Michaels with his cross eyes." Oh, Matt. Speaking of show, here it was from May thirtieth. Master Watto, the mask for sale. It says "Ways to the Grandmas." Speaking no. of show, I'm glad you mentioned show. The guy with the skateboard, that was Yo? Yep. No, it's Darby. That's so do you think we're going to lead something with Yo and Darby maybe at a at oh, door? Or is so. that too is that too like obvious? Yeah, I mean it wouldn't be terrible, but you know, the Yo and Show story and how the House of Torture is always in, it, interfering in all the matches and using all the the okay. weapons and stuff. It just no, so the I no yeah, so I have no idea about anything that's going on currently. So, like, I was my my initial gut or brain uh, reaction was they're either going to team, like Darby and Yo will team maybe oh, against yeah. Show and somebody, or uh, you know maybe uh, Guevara if he turns heel again, or somebody that Darby's feuding with now. If so, they came, if they came out in blonde wigs, like fucking Johnny Ace and Shane Douglas. <laughs> Oh, they probably would, dudes. and I would enjoy the fuck out of that. Oh, my what were they, the rad dudes? What was what was their name? Two dudes with attitudes. No, no, that was no, Sean dynamic and, uh, dudes. Dynamic, oh, dynamic dudes. dudes. Yeah, because and then Shane Douglas didn't know how to ride a skateboard, so he just like carried it out. Hey, everybody out there Johnny in podcast Ace land. Like, well, Johnny Ace was actually riding. What it was one of them. One of uh, Shane Douglas, I'm pretty sure, didn't know how to ride a skateboard, but Johnny Ace kind of was able to manage it. Hey, just go like this. Hey. Just don't, just don't, uh, just don't lean back too much. Always put the weight forward. Lean back. And lean you'll be back. Yeah, lean yeah back. do the rock away. Also, please. Like so Fat vascular. Joseph, like Fat Joe. Fat Joe says do the rock away. Huh. All right, so so what's the picks thing here? So Kevin uh, still maintains his lead. He went five and four at Dominion. Sh- shocking. Uh, I am tied with Tony. We were both two games back. I went four and five. Tony went six and three. Coming back, baby. Uh, Brendan is eight games back. He had a four and five showing. And Handsome Kevin is uh, 11 games out. He's making moves. Six and three. Good showing. He was the only one that took catch 22. Oh, that's uh, the one I wanted back so bad. That I was one. surprised they did that title change so quickly, to be honest with you. Yeah, I was too. I didn't take catch 22. Oh, I, I was that. disappointed. A- I really thought House of Torture was going to win the tag belts, but fuck me, right? Yeah, I was with you on that. That's the only one I switched, the Catch-22. I had them first, and then I switched it to, to the, uh, the other. Jets- I really thought that yeah. fucking Moxley and company were going to win the six-man belts because those never open weight belts flop all the time. They do, but now Okada's got it, and the story is Okada hates the younger generation, and angry Okada is so fucking fun. So is he technically is he a bad guy or a good guy still? No, he's a good guy. He just doesn't like the fucking young guys. He doesn't like Umino. He doesn't like Red Narita. They put um, they put uh fucking Kiyomiya in the in the G one. The dude that kicked him right in his fucking face. So that's pretty fucking exciting. Kiyomiya, here I go. Pro Wrestling Noah is gonna be in the uh, G one. So that starts in the middle of July. So. I'm fucking the G1. What a time to be alive. The, the show was all if if you could find the time, like the Dominion show was awesome. Top to bottom. How, Good stuff. Uh, great storytelling. How long? Well, I guess two questions. One, it was it like a four and a half hour. Four hours and 31 minutes. Okay. You could probably get it down to like if you 
if skip you skip a lot like of the entrances. entrances. Yeah. And uh, if you don't, you know, if you already know who's been announced for the G1, like you can skip a bunch of that stuff. And the recaps, yeah. you could probably get down like three hours and 45 say, So there's, there's a lot of fluff. And then the one is Cobb. You know, I'm a big Cobb guy. Yep. That, that match... Obviously, that match the, awesome. The one to go out of your way to watch. T- uh, no, I don't think I, well, I, I don't think there was. I mean, if you if you're a Jeff Cobb fan, watch it. There's not yeah. one yeah. match on the show that's bad. Agreed. Gotcha. Okay. The, I, I think I would, the I'm longest. Just, I'm, I'm a, sorry. I'm a, I'm a Jeff. I would, I would go guy. if I had to pick between two or th- oh, three. I get like it's it's really hard. Uh, I would say I loved Master Wado versus Matt. Help me. Hiromu. Yeah, that's right. I loved the three-way tag match between United Empire, Bishiman, and um, Matt. Help me. How's the torture? How's the torture? That's right. And mm-hmm. I really liked the opener with um, Will Ospreay and, and Lance Archer. And I really liked the afterwards of, you know, fist bumping and, and that kind of cool shit. So I, those would be my three off the top of my head. But like Matt said, like, so today my boss my boss was out today. So like on the rare occasion I actually got to sit down and watch four and a half hours worth worth of wrestling. It's awesome. So, so uh so it was uh it was incredible. And I and I I'm really glad that I did, Matt, because it was without a doubt one of my favorite shows. There's been a lot of good wrestling shows. Night of Champions was good. Impact under siege was good. A lot of good wrestling shows. AEW Double or Nothing was good. Um this was one of my favorite shows and wrestling on pay-per-view has not been better uh, in a very long time. Yeah, no, this was good. Kev uh, HK. If you're the, and, and look, don't the four and a half hours, like the last 20 minutes is backstage shit and Sonata talking at the end of the show. Like yeah. you could easily get it down to three and a half hours. Okay. Yeah, oh yeah. Easily. I didn't watch anything after the pinfall of the main event. Yeah. He gets in the ring. He talks. Cause you yeah. know, that's what they do at the end of every new Japan show. Um, but definitely, you never know, though. Sometimes someone they could pull some. Yeah, cra- no, there were no sh- no shenanigans at the end of the night. Um, before we do our our showdown, our our duel, or whatever we're doing, Dark Side of the Ring was back this week. Oh, yeah, uh, cool. Chris and Tammy, uh, did you guys get a chance to watch this? Oh, yes, yes, I made it. Yeah, that was that was appointment television for me. What did you guys uh, thoughts? His mother seems like one of the sweetest women ever. Like mm-hmm. she was so she came off as such a sweetheart in this. She's uh, no Diana. His his brother seemed like he had his shit together too. They seem like they were a well-adjusted family, you know? So Tony, let me ask you this. Because I I somehow like Twitter wrestling universe, I saw a dark match that had Balls Mahoney and Axel Rotten versus Damian Adams and Johnny Candido. Johnny Candido was a worker as well? Yep. Okay, yeah. I didn't, did not know that. Yeah. Of course, didn't have the career that his brother did, but yeah, he did. So that, uh, that was, what I took out of the show is like that was the most depressing part. Chris Candido's life. And uh, what, I thought you were going to say his brother was a worker. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that, that too. Yeah, that was, that was horrifying. That wasn't that wasn't even depressing. That was horrifying. But like, I mean, but it it came down to what his brother said. He's like, "We got to go. We got to go." He's like, "I love her, dude." Like, that was it, bro. It was fucking. He was hardcore in love with this with this girl, you know. Horrible man. Love is love is fucking tough, man. Horrible. The worst part is just reliving the story again when he had the surgery and then he flew and he went he wound up with the blood clot. That that out of everything. Was the, was the heartbreak? I couldn't watch it. 
Like, I mean, it's a good thing. I, I mean, not a good thing, but he was getting back. He was excited to be in the yeah. business. He was excited to be working with the young guys. And then there was fun. nothing about this story that I didn't already know. So like it made some parts skippable for me just because like I couldn't handle the fact that Chris Candido came back. And I remember his, his run with the naturals in TNA and I remember that they they completely skipped over his his run with um, WCW. By the way, completely glanced over that, and uh, it wasn't that it wasn't that much of a run. Well, here, the new here, blood, he was cruiserweight champ. Here's the thing that shot. that fucked me up, right? Like I had no idea that this interview that Paul Heyman conducted with Chris and, and Tammy, I never heard about this before. Neither did I. I didn't know this existed. I'm so curious to see what this thing looked like. Apparently, fucking Paul Heyman's a big piece of shit for doing this, huh? That's a great point. And Jim Cornette said such. I didn't. That's the. That's okay. So I said it. There's nothing about the story. I didn't know. I did not know that this interview happened. No idea it even existed. And Tammy never mentioned it the, the many times that she's been on the show. We never because we I didn't know. That, I guess I, we didn't know to bring it up. Well, like, I think she kind of probably wanted to forget about it because I mean, from what they showed, it just seemed fucking awful. But I mean. It, that was the thing in the 2000s, man. Like, you know, people got a story to tell. Just put a microphone in front of them, no matter how good or bad the story is, you know? And you're right. Like, if any, like, if there's a blemish on Paul Heyman's resume, other than maybe not paying people. Yeah, well, that's a big blemish. <laughs> this is it. The fact yeah. that he let this happen, and the fact not only did he let it happen, he was, was his idea, is a travesty. And listen, Tammy's a bad person, but <sighs> it's hard to say that too, because all of our experiences with her, she's been nothing but a delight. She's been fantastic. Like, but some yeah. people, man, they, they just like being an addict sucks, you know? Yeah. And she even said at one point, she's like, ah, I've had seven DUIs. Like who cares? Well, now, unfortunately it caught up with her. You know what I would have liked? And I don't know if it was possible or if they tried and she said no. Because I, I guarantee you the jail would have allowed it. Oh, she would have hijacked the show. They never would have. I'm glad that they weren't able to get her or that, that they didn't. I'm shocked that I'm shocked that they didn't, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm kind of glad they didn't. I think her being involved would have just made it like the Tammy story, telling stories about Chris. But knowing Dark Side of the Ring, those guys are pretty good at you know, fading out the bullshit or fading out the, you know, the Gaga. So like, I think they would have done a good enough job to like, keep it in the line of their narrative as opposed to letting Tammy completely go off the rails with it. Yeah. So I, I was shocked that the, the, the last interview we heard from the, the like, was 2020 yeah. and that's, that's going on, you know, three and a half years. I wonder when was the last time we had her on? I'd have to. I got. Well, it was our anniversary show, I think, or my, maybe my birthday, which is actually next week. By the way, hi. <laughs> next. Oh, by the way, I will be here next week. So nice. I I enjoyed watching the episode. I by the end of it, I didn't want to hear another fucking word from Sunny. Like I didn't want to hear another fucking word from her. She. And I, I've always been a, I've always been a fan, and she just continuously throws just the, I mean, so much bullshit. And I was just like, you know, I just, I can't do it with her anymore. I just can't. 
Handsome Kevin, did you hear? Have you ever heard the story about how I spurned her advances? Oh, advances, huh? Oh yeah, you spurned them. Spurned them. Is that is that the phrase? That's right. Spurned? Yeah, yeah. Spurn them. Spurn them. Yeah. Spurn I mean, them. Damn, damn near killed them. Do do tell. Because <laughs> if you hadn't have spurned them, you'd been burning them. But that's... So, so uh, oh, I would have taken. I would have risked it. <laughs> no risk. No biscuit. I would have risked it at the time. Hundred <laughs> percent. Not, not, not anymore, and maybe not in the last five years, but just so like, sorry, uh, just interrupt, just so you know, episode five sixty was our tenth anniversary show. That was November twenty third, twenty twenty one. So about eighteen months ago or so, maybe a little more. That was the last time we had Sunny on the show. She was in a really good place too, at least we thought. I mean, she was she was living near with Atlantic City with that dude. Yeah, who the, who was? Oh no, Florida, right? Yeah, Florida. No. Yeah. At one point, she was living outside Atlantic City. Where, where did, where did the accident happen? Was that Florida? Jersey. That was Jersey. Oh, so that was Jersey. All right. Yeah, she was living. She was living on the shore, dude. She would talk about the view of the ocean every morning and stuff. So, yeah. So she invited. I guess she like saw like a picture of me on on Facebook, and appreciated it, and was like, "Hey, who is this guy?" And then so she invited me to um. She invited me to Medusa's uh, 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 monster truck rally down in, I guess, either South Jersey or Pennsylvania. But it was St. Patrick's Day weekend when I was bartending at the time. And that's just cash cow of a weekend. Like, and I was, I, that's all I was doing at the time was bartending, nothing else. So that's like a two grand day. So, like, I, I said no. And um, fool. And uh, she was like, "I would have cooked you dinner. I would have done this. I would have done that. Like we would have had good time." Cooking dinner is a euphemism for what? It well, no, she it would it would have been everything. Getting your hot dog baked. <laughs> but I I declined. Huh. Well, we also had Josh Daniels on in the very early iterations of the show, and he told his story about hooking up with Sonny. And oh, there's been plenty of them that have been on the show that have done. Done that. <laughs> Are we disparaging the good name of Sonny? No. No, we listen. She's a Kevin. Person. Kevin is just disappointing HK with his tale of turning down. I was, I was turning back the clock about how I uh, spurned her advances. Ah, yes, uh, yes. I know a lot of people have some ill feelings towards her, but she's been nothing ni but nice to us. So I don't have a bad word to say about her. I mean, it just sucks that with the decisions yeah. that she makes. Sucks yeah. Yeah. Like, guy. yeah, don't drink and drive, kids. Oh, yeah, she's, dude, she's never. Uber all all day. She's paying the price for that one, man. To get my text message that you fixed your counter. No, I I I meant I didn't make. I I meant to say I almost had to reset my clock, Tony. Oh, oh, really? That is, you know, I never get up for anything. Fuck, dude. That was dangerously close. Wow. <laughs> wow. A moment on the show, dude. I was uh I was I was making some facials talking New Japan. I had the, the bubble guts and then it was time, man. Woo, I'm gonna shit my pants. Almost. Wow. wow. Uh coming out of that dark side of the ring episode, I had texted you guys because I had a thought and I just wanted to run it by you guys. Uh so obviously michael's hbk screw job all that kind of stuff there was some bad blood 
that that happened there. And there was at one point, I think uh, Brett said it was because Sean said he wouldn't, you know, he wouldn't do the same as far as putting him over that kind of stuff. At the time, though, wasn't Sunny also she was plowing HBK, correct? Yes. And friends with the Hitman, correct? Right. And then HBK had implied about Sunny Days. Right, but I'm talking prior to the sunny days. They already had their bad blood backstage. Uh, does she factor into that in any way at all? Because I could absolutely see, I could absolutely see her spinning the the bullshit one way or the other between two of them. See, I don't, I don't know necessarily because then what does she get out of that? If anything, she gets, if, the, if, she gets attention. Yeah, but from the two top guys. But she was, she was very shrewd. I don't know if she would pit one against the other because then where does that leave her? You know, with whatever one's on top. But that's what I mean. Like whoever she's friends with, she's going to wind up with him anyway, right? Well, there's a difference. She was friends with Brett. She was I mean, banging Sean. Did she come out and say that she was friends with Brett? Did she tell us yeah. that? I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it's so. Brett has Brett was a womanizer. Right, that was his thing on the road, but For it was real? never with. Oh yeah, oh Brett. yeah, he had. Oh yeah, he had the ladies everywhere, bro. He didn't like the drugs or the alcohol. He liked. He liked the serviceable ladies. Yeah, but I. Hitman. <laughs> I, I, I fair enough. So I guess that was so, and the clear. So it, it's in his book. And his wife clearly had her reservations, right? And she was, Sonny was very friendly with Brett. Mm -hmm. Um, So obviously his wife had some ill feelings toward that. And I guess the rumor around the office was that, you know, Brett was friends with Sonny, but, you know, his wife thought there was more there and there wasn't and it, whatever. So that's why the Sonny Days line got so much uh, heat. Yeah. But I don't I don't see hi Nelly. I don't see why I, I'm with Tony on this. Like I don't understand outside of the attention of just being in the middle of it all. Mm-hmm. Like maybe she is like an attention whore. But okay. other than that, I don't know. Now follow up then, if she's not spinning it between them, are they spinning it between each other? You know what I mean? Uh, like it's would that be would that be a central point of frustration towards each other when there's a friend there's there's another guy plowing like you know what I mean like it's, it's a tale as old as time obviously when you when you interject that that lady in there you see it's weird because I don't know if people would have given a shit that Brett was friends with her and she was fucking Sean I think I think they would have given more of a shit about Chris's feelings you know what I'm saying like people genuinely felt bad for Chris right I don't know if they would have like really given a shit about Brett and like you know what I mean. Like, yeah. like, and why would Brett even care if she was fucking Sean? You know what I'm saying? Like, look, she wasn't, she wasn't exactly the favorite, but I can't see that factoring into like her relationship with, you know, like with, with Brett. Well, what if Brett wanted know. to, what if Brett wanted to, maybe he did. We don't know. And he was spurned. Maybe they were spurned to secrecy. He put it all in his book. She's an open book and he's an open book too. So well, that's just a thought, a thought that I had. What? Oh, here's my thought. What oh. if they were? What if they were using Sonny as a spit roast and they were just yelling insults mm-hmm. at each other? Why? Like, fuck you, to... Brett. No, fuck you, Sean. You wonky eyed like piece of shit. To Tammy, <laughs> it's not to Tammy. I'm sure she'd be enjoying it. You're the worst, dude. What? <laughs> she's Why do you Kevin have to go? She... What? 
Why do you have to take it that route? What do you Here's mean? Handsome Kevin. He's been mulling this thought over for almost a week. Can't wait to bring this up on the show. This will be a great conversation piece. He brings it up. Here we are. Here comes fucking Howard Stern Tony, the doing the diehard. Ah, you ever think they fucking... Diehard, diehard, motherfucker! You ever think they tried to throw bombs while they were pattering the Eiffel Tower? You think he had, they had the fink in the ring doing the play-by-play? Now, coming in sunny! Wow! No, you can't just have a normal conversation. You have to go fucking triple X. Fuck yeah, Donk, dude. Triple X. I tried. To? What's up? So what is that even a reference to what he just did? Degeneration X, bro. Oh, all right. Come on, bro. I tried very hard to get Magnum TA on the show tonight. Like how hard? I so sent him many, many Facebook messages, commented on many of his posts. <laughs> Bro, check your messages. Because I was like, come on, this is fucking tee it up, bro. He's got Dark Side of the Ring tomorrow night. This would be a great opportunity for old Terry Allen to come on the show and chop it up with us. Terry probably wants 500. He never responded, so I don't know what Terry wants. I know what he wants. He wants well, his legs back. He wants an electric scooter. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What? You know how fucking Howard callous Stern? his hands are from pushing that fucking thing, probably. Howard Stern, Matt. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure James round. Harris's wife has a few of them laying around. Cover rounds aren't that expensive. Oh, she's got a ton of socks she has no use for. <laughs> what is it? Season one of the Wizards? Jesus Christ. <laughs> what? Sonny getting spit roasted, people with no legs. I mean, he had on. no, first of all, he had no feet. He had legs. well. No, they. I think they took it from the knee down, didn't they? They don't just lop feet off. They usually start at like the knee. Oh, they take feet off. Yeah, they'll take a foot off. Kerry Von Eric didn't have a foot. Yeah, I guess that's true. What did I see today? Kerry Von Eric was in a movie. <laughs> Footloose. No, <laughs> I was waiting for it. I just I didn't want to pull the trigger on it. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's like a jail scene. He's next to like. Uh, da, 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 da. He was in fucking Problem Child. <laughs> he was a prisoner in Problem Child. Prisoner number two. Problem Child. The Von Eric story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fucking! A. I knew, I knew, I saw something weird today. Did you also know? Um, oh, Fun facts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fun fact. Matt, take us over the top. <laughs> the reason why Steve Austin didn't want to take the Owen Hart style pile driver is because Steve Austin did the same pile driver to Masahiro Chona in 1995 yeah. and broke his neck. But he didn't know he broke Chono's neck until like ten years ago. Like Chono kayfabed it. He didn't show no. Chono, he dropped. Oh yes. Now I knew, I knew the Chono footage. I had no idea that he didn't know about it. Yeah, he didn't wait, know. Wait. If he didn't know about it until ten years ago, he that didn't because was... he knew he hurt him. He didn't know he broke his neck. They kayfabe him on it. Wow, why would they do that? Uh, Japan, not... man, I don't fucking know. They wanted strong style. Yeah, maybe. They yeah, maybe they that. didn't want him to like think differently or change his style or something like that. That's crazy. Right. 
Yeah, but then we would have had awesome stories of Steve Austin visiting Chono in the hospital with like gift baskets and stuff. Oh, I'm sorry for breaking your neck, kid. Here, have some raw horse meat. It's on me. Oh, Austin man. comes in. He's got raw horse meat. He's got a, a, a Riberia jacket. What the fuck's Riberia? Is that next to Apostle or whatever the fuck you said before? <laughs> it's in the Riberian Peninsula. <laughs> what the fuck? Can we do your new gimmick? It's not my new gimmick. It was Handsome Kevin's idea. Can we do Handsome Kevin's gimmick? Yeah. Handsome Kevin, you want to walk us uh, walk us through this uh, the rules of this engagement here? Yeah. Pretty simple, Matt. You got uh, your PWI brought up. You got uh, a top 10 of some sort. Uh, and it'll be, you know, it could be 1995 and 2005. It could be 19, I don't know, 82 and 2022. Uh, Matt will go down the, the list. We'll each pick one or the other from each decade. So Wait, we're talking about rosters. Talking about wrestlers. Right, Boston. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So, so if if Matt says you know in 1988 the number one you know wrestler was Hulk Hogan, and 1998 the number one wrestler was Steve Austin, you pick one or the other. Okay, gotcha. We each, we each get a pick, and then by doing that, we'll determine whether or not you know 88 was better than 2008 or whatever year it was. But we each get a. You have to pick one or the other, and we'll determine. We'll determine which uh, which year was better. Be a little PWI deathmatch of the decades. All right, I uh, so I'm excited for this, guys. I went back, gentlemen. Uh, now these issues are backdated, so they're both from the from the month of August, but the um the 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 what the the statistics are based off of are from March through April because of the way, because of the way the PWIs were coming out. They, you know, they had the August on the front, but they came out in like fucking June or whatever. Okay. Everyone's following me. You're all with yeah, me here. We get it. We, we're familiar with the Weston uh, after mags, of course. All right. So August, 1987, our WWF top 10 list. Uh, it is uh, compiled from March 5th to April 9th, August 1997, WWF, March 15th to April 13th. Your champion in 1987 is the Hulkster, dude. Your champion in 1997 at this time, the Undertaker. I'm going to start at 10 and I'm going to work our ways to one, okay? 1987, number 10 of the Honka Tonka Man, or 1997, number 10, the Sultan. Honka Tonka Man. No, no question. Yeah, that's a, a honky tonk man for me as well. Yeah. Fucking Three cool, cocky, per- bad, and yeah, he's on there. Am I in on this? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, we're going to you talk man across the board. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose we'll have to go to the tiebreaker. We'll have to go to the chat. 
first one yeah, response. Yeah, I guess so. Wait, this is a competition? Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's a competition? Gonna... No, no. We're going to decide through our votes which which decade is was better at the time. Well, 1987 is off to a roaring start. Oh, well, don't worry, because number nine is going to make you scratch your head. Scratch my balls. 1987, yeah. Coco Beware was the ninth-ranked wrestler. Everybody 19... get up. 1997, <laughs> DOA Crush. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You'd be loco not to take Coco on this it's, one. Yeah, it's Coco. Come on, dude. Really? I'm going to say cry. I hate Coco Beware. More than You're going to take crush? crush because you hate Coco? Crush? This is DOA Crush. This isn't fucking Shaka Bar Crush. It doesn't matter who. Listen, I get the Sultan was, was you know, Fatu and Rikishi. And, yeah, we're talking and about this specific version yeah. of, yeah. Uh, he, yeah, fucking DOA had Crush a, had a good a run. They had main event matches. DOA Crush sucks at DIC. <laughs> yep. I'm going with I'm I love Coco. Coco had a a, a, a nice little run. This seat. was pile driver Coco. This was sometimes hey, low. Let him make his decision over there. You fucking job guy. I'm going DOA Crush. Oh, I mean, Dude, you me and gotta, fucking balls. We gotta go to the, the chat. Oh Jesus. So, uh, all right, Matthew Birch, I'm going to go with you, buddy. Crush <laughs> or Coco Beware? Oh. Come oh, on. Each, wait, is, it's not the overall. It's just each individual one were, is a competition? That Yeah, and you add the – you add oh, which, okay. Yeah. Come on, Matt. So all Come on, MB. Working out, the, working out the kinks as we go. I don't know what the delay is. It's yeah, all right. We, we can go to number – we can go to No, I mean eight. like the delay like between when we say it and when they oh, hear it. Gotcha. Oh, gotcha. We All can right. check back with him. Let's go to yeah. number eight while we wait to see what Matthew Birch has to say. 1987, number eight, Tito Santana. Oh. This motherfucker went with Crush. I, You know what, Matt? You, you, you don't rate anymore in my book, buddy. Wow, wow, wow. All right, what so was number angry. eight? I'm sorry. Number eight in 1987, Tito Santana. Dude. 1997, Gold Dust. Oh, shit. I'm going good. 97 gold. That's dust. a good one. The whole stuff with Pillman. He's already done. 96 gold dust would have been a no brainer. It would have been gold dust. 97 gold dust. Oh, and 87 Tito. Where is Tito in between like his awesomeness and his jabron? Before. Hey, put put me down for gold dust, man. <laughs> I'm going Tito. I'm going Tito too. Um is Tito during this time? It's it to me it's too close to his intercontinental title reign and strike force stuff that like it's I don't before know. this is before strike force. This though. is before strike force, but it's yeah. and it's probably after intercontinental title. Yeah, he's definitely former Intercontinental Champion, former Tag Team Champion with Ivan Putski though at this point. Yeah, so I, it's it you know what the 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 graph is too close, like the the bookends are too close for me not to pick Tito in this one. Yeah, I'm yeah, going so Tito. Dude, uncrowned WWF Champion, are you fucking out of your gourd? Uh, Scott Scott George, I appreciate you, my man. Uh, well, let's uh, move on to number seven here. Uh, in 1987, Hercules Hernandez. 1997, Hercules, Hercules, WF, Hercules. WWF. 
Triple H. Oh, oh Triple H hands up. Yeah, H, that's an easy one. Yeah, as much as I like Herc and Jerk at this point, you got to go Triple H. Yeah, I'm going. I'm with you guys across the board. Triple H. Uh, this will be number six, 1987. Adrian Adonis, number six, 1997. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold. <laughs> Any era, Stone Cold wins. Doesn't matter what year. Yeah, it's rough because this is prime Adrian Adonis. This is yeah. Flower Shop. This is mm-hmm. WrestleMania three with Piper. This is the birth of Brutus the fucking barber beefcake. Yeah. But Stone Cold in '97. Well, Stone Cold in '97 is he IC champ at this point? Now, remember, this is this is March, April, March, April. So this is WrestleMania 13. That's the oh well. It's not WrestleMania 13 yet, though, right? WrestleMania 13, March 23rd. This is March 15th to April 13th. Oh, yeah. You know what? You got to go Stone Cold here. You have to. You do. I like a part of me wants to go. Adonis because that was obviously to me at least his most Oh, it's a big job. story for sure, yeah. but this is the coming out party for Austin. Yeah, it's it's Austin. Yeah, I'm a, I'm in on Austin. You got to. Wow. All right, this is shaping up, man. KJG, you say up. Austin or Adonis? I I'm did, sorry. I said Austin. Yeah. All right. No chance in hell I'd say Adonis. No uh, chance. 19, 1987 top 10 number 5 Billy Jack Haynes. Whoever the 97 is. 1997 <laughs> Mankind. Yeah, yeah. This is an all-star roster we're looking at right here on the 1997 side. Like, all due respect uh, get, to Billy Jack Haynes. Uh, now that the top of this is going to get a little. Well, I, I mean, I get it too because Billy Jack and uh, Hercules were in a story at this point going into right. WrestleMania three as well. The battle of the full Nelsons. Yeah, the match that I always skip when I uh, <laughs> when I watch the pay per view. Well, well, in fairness, Billy Jack chose to blade after the match, so it is what it is. <laughs> All right, number four, 1987, Andre the Giant. Number four, 1997, Psycho Sid. Oh, it's Andre for me. It's Psycho Sid for me. You know, as hot as Sid, as hot as Sid was at this point, and he was fucking oh, hot. Dude, sorry, Tony, go ahead. This is Andre going into Mania 3, bro. This is his yeah. shot. This is no. the fucking greatest wrestling match of all time. You yeah. got to go Andre. Yeah, you're right. I'm, 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 I, t- I changed my mind. It's Andre. Yeah, I'm going Andre, too. This is a four for Andre. Right after Sid goes into WrestleMania 13, uh, one of the worst main events yeah. in the history of WrestleMania. Yeah, but Sid, yeah, fair enough. I mean, because it encapsulates WrestleMania 13. So, yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> Number three, nineteen eighty-seven WWF Jake the Snake Roberts. All right, nineteen ninety-seven WWF Number three. It's got to be Owen Hart. Double Ahmed J? Johnson. Oh, Jesus oh God! God. God. What this the is, fuck? Uh, Jake. Eighty-seven Jake. What was Jake doing in eighty-seven? Honky tonk. Alice Cooper. Mm. That was WrestleMania three. 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 Yeah. This was this was this feud set him adrift on the fucking addiction habit, if you believe his story. 
yeah, from that, that, that guitar causing fucking the the addiction maker. Yeah, the the, the concussion call. Well, Jeff Jarrett had a word for that, didn't he? Didn't he fucking have like a snide comment about it? This one causes concussions or some shit. Heartbreaker, <laughs> addiction maker. One yeah, you gotta go, Jake. I'm going, Jake. I'm going, Jake. Yeah, yeah I'm, I, I have to go with Jake. Yeah, and I think Ahmed was past his prime at this point. No, like wasn't his hot year like eighty, like ninety five, ninety six, eighty five. Yes, Ahmed Johnson first on the scene before uh, Jake did. Like this he is was, around the time uh, that Farouk was kicking him in the kidneys. Now, this, so ninety seven is like WrestleMania twelve or thirteen. He's thirteen. With, like LOD against uh, the Nation yeah, the, of Domination the, the when street like, fight, you know? Crush and uh, and Savio and Farouk. And they had a street fight at um, SummerSlam, right? No. So, so Ahmed was in the New Nation. They weren't involved in that match. That was DOA versus the Bariquas. Yeah. No. And, I, no. Oh, then I'm thinking 96. 96 SummerSlam. 96 SummerSlam. The, was the one at the Meadowlands. Was, was Shawn Michaels. Va- no, no. 97 was Summer was uh, Meadowlands. But then Ahmed Johnson was in a. He no. Wasn't, no, they he, he he wasn't in a match. Oh, they they came down the they aisle down next to the us. That's all right. Yep. The aisle. Now I remember. Yeah. yeah. Or not or through the aisle of the stands. That is. Yeah, they walked right past us. Yeah. Let's see what's on it. Ninety-seven. Ahmed Johnson. Is... Then his stint in the New Nation lasted literally like two weeks. <laughs> yeah, he yes. showed up and blew, blew his knee out. Yeah. No. Yeah, and, he's uh, uh he's beating uh Savio Vega and Crush on Raw. Yeah, triple uh, threats between the Bariquas and the NOD and the DOA. Not at this point in 97. No? No, you got to remember. It's August, but we're going back to March and April. Yeah, it's true. So he's not involved in that until... So we didn't get tostadas, Bariquas. <laughs> yeah, you're not getting that until... Oh, God, remember the fucking three-on-one at in your house, cold day in hell, the yeah, nation he, of domination against Ahmed was Johnson it, was a mm-hmm. gauntlet. It was a gauntlet type scenario. Wolf. Yeah, to beat one and then go uh, to the next, and then it was one of my favorite Savio lines ever. They kicked everybody out, and Savio didn't leave. The official turns. He, he, Savio just looks up at the official, and he goes, "What? I stand here." <laughs> the official's <laughs> like, "No," and he goes, "What? Well, I don't stand here." <laughs> <laughs> He had, he had another fantastic line. It was like they messed up the DOA's motorcycles in the back or some shit or like outside. And he's like, his face is right on the camera. And he goes, I don't know what happened. I got my license, you know? And then the <laughs> fucking takes a punch to the face from somebody and it, it, the brawl just broke out. All right, Matt, what's the next guy or person? This, this one might, this is going to split the room. Uh oh. 1987, number two WWF, Randy Savage. Ninth, 1997, Bret the Hitman Hart. Yeah. Bret Hart. Macho Man's mid-card, Bret Hart's main event. Yeah, but he's Bret. just coming off of uh, WrestleMania 3. Yeah, yeah and, but but Bret's already established as a world champion. Uh, Stone Cold is, is coming up. Savage Steamboat, man. That's... Look... Two of the greatest matches in WrestleMania history. You got WrestleMania 3, WrestleMania 12. Oh, fuck. 13. 13. Yeah, sorry. It's Brett. You got to go Brett. You have to. At this point in his career, you got to go Brett. And everyone knows I'm a shill for Brett, but it's got to be Brett. And as much as I love Savage at this point, and I'm a homer for that fucking match, you got to go Brett. I'm also going Brett. Well, of course, but, you know. 
this is the toughest one for me. Uh, it's I, tough, bro. It really yeah. is. I mean, man, Savage at this point is just so good. Uh, I'm a huge Brett guy, but it's like, do you take that the the time period against the time period? And I, I think I, I think I gotta go Savage. I, I just I, I'm gonna go Savage. Look, I get it. I mean, the story's fantastic on both sides, but yeah. you know, you really thought that Steamboat wasn't gonna fucking wrestle again, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was some scary shit as a kid. Seeing Bruno have to step up to Savage because Steamboat was fucking going to the hospital. Yeah. It was crazy yeah. shit. I don't blame you for taking Savage. I, I really don't. There's I don't think there's a right or wrong answer here, but not just, with that one, yeah. Matthew right. Birch and Crutch was a wrong was a wrong answer, but three to one. We're going Brett. Don't be mad about Crush. Um, Intercontinental champions at the time. Uh, Ricky Steamboat, 1987, number one ranked right behind the Hulkster, and Rocky Maivia in 1997. Not The Rock, not The Rock in the Nation, Rocky Maivia. So he is IC champion at this point. Yes. Faced the Sultan at WrestleMania 13. That's correct. Steamboat um, faced Savage. At yeah. So, yeah, there's, to me, there's, this is. You no got to go Steamboat. This is no debate. This is Steamboat. You have to. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on the steamboat. I'm also on steamboat, but it's hard not to think Maivia after WrestleMania he comes out, he beats Leaf Cassidy on a Raw's War. Oh <laughs> fuck! Then we got to change our shit. <laughs> so that's everyone for steamboat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, now I don't. What do we do when we're in a five-five tie here? Well, we all went Hogan. Oh, are we doing the? We're do, that's the breaker, the champion. Well, I mean, you have to, right? That's yeah. the champions at the top okay. of the list. Okay. Your 1987 WWF champion Hulk Hogan against your 1997 WWF champion, The Undertaker. Before we decide this, who was number 10 on the 97 side? The Sultan. Oh, that's right. Fucking it's, no tongue Sultan. I think this is going to be a win for 87 because it's Hogan. It's got to be Hogan. Yeah. I'm Fucking Undertaker. Hogan. Under This is Undertaker's second title reign. He and fucking, it was like by like he beat like Sid. Foxy. There was so much dumb shit going on in this title match. Like Brett came out and and fucking cried about shit. And well, he beat Sid. He fused with Farouk at King of the Ring. Oh, it was such a bad. It's King a forgettable run. run, and it only lasts till SummerSlam. But th- this is this is prime Hulk Hogan conquering the giant. Yeah, this is fucking primo Hulk Hogan. Yeah, this isn't even. This isn't even like. This isn't even close. This is like. Yeah, I go. I go Hulk. You gotta, brother. That gives 1987 a narrow victory, six to five. Yeah, who would have thought? Close. Yeah, I mean, you got Bret Hart's 97 was fire. Uh, it would have been. It wouldn't have been as close if some idiot in the chat didn't fucking pick DOA. Crush. Hey, I picked fucking Crush, dude. Well, we got two idiots on the show too. What do you want to tell yeah, you? Well, I, so DOA <laughs> Crush was was hot. like they were involved in feuds with D, with DX. Like they peed on his truck. Like, what did Coco do at Mania? Nothing. He wasn't even at Mania three, was he? Or did he have an opening match against Butch Reed or something? No, pro- I think he might have. That might have been the match. Fuck. WrestleMania. I, look, yeah. I got. It. I got you, D Donk. Uh, WrestleMania D-donk. three. Uh, Butch Reed defeated Coco Beware in <laughs> under four minutes. There you go. It was the match in between 
uh, Danny Davis and the Hart Foundation against the Bulldogs and Tito and the IC title match. So Danny was Davis wasn't on this list at all? That's crazy. Who? Danny Davis wasn't on this list at all? That's he didn't make the top 10, bro. I don't oh. know what to tell you. That's a, that's a that's blasphemy is what that is. Five through seven in 87 didn't get a single vote. Billy Jack Haynes, Adrian Adonis, or Hercules. I mean, the two guys were feuding with each other, and Adonis, unfortunately, he drew Steve Austin. Yeah. That's I mean, fair. look, that's a rough that's a rough middle of the pack right there. It's Triple H, Stone Cold, and Mankind against fucking Hercules, Billy Jack Haynes, and Adrian Adonis. <laughs> <laughs> that's a rough fucking hill to climb for 1987. 87 H- still came out on top, though. Who was Triple H against in, in uh... Hercules? Her- <laughs> so I'm tr- so I'm trying to go back to think like. March. I'm not. Cha- obviously, I'm not changing it. But no, no. Give me. March, and that was a hell of a feud too with Piper. Fucking yeah, no more pit where they destroyed Piper's pit. It was fucking. It was Morocco. It was fucking Cowboy Orton. Yeah. Jimmy Hart was involved with this shit. And I'm also thinking of Triple H's '97 because I obviously can't pick. You know, '87 like show for show. '97. I'm trying to think of like Triple H was like still like coming out to like. uh What's it like? Oh, hot pen match. Henry like, Godwin, wasn't it? No, that's there. So it would have been like he had a uh, feud with Gold Dust. Yeah, like uh, China, like just comes into the picture. Yep. Um, he does not. Uh, he has. Uh, he wrestles Gold Dust at Mania. Yeah. King him. of the Ring. He has King of the Ring that year as well. Yeah. yeah, but that's after the time frame that we're talking about. Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah, so in that time frame, he beats Goldust at Mania. He beats Bart Gunn on Raw. He loses to Goldust by DQ on Raw. Beats Jesse James on Raw. Uh, loses I'm by DQ. Be a little closer than we gave it credit for. Loses by DQ to the Undertaker on Raw. Now he was up against Hercules, dude. Dude, Hercules, like you said, despite how like non like interesting the story was, it was still a bigger story than anything that Triple H had going on until uh, until he joined DX and won the King of the Ring. Did China debut at thirteen? No, she debuted on like a Raw or something before that. But when she did was... she ragdoll Marlena? That she came out of the crowd, didn't she, and grabbed her yeah, from behind? Like, yeah. Marlena was standing against the barricade and trying yeah. to like totally she fucking ragdolled the shit out of her. Yeah. February. Or no, that may have been actually in the ring. Was that in the ring? Wait, February seventeenth. I think there were two different things. Um, February seventeenth. When Matt? Nineteen ninety-seven is when China makes her debut. During oh, so Triple China H was already in the match. picture at this point. Yeah, yes. China was in the picture. So. <sighs> Yeah, Triple H had the rocket sort of getting lit at this point. Not not yet. No, but but it he's, was it was he's, starting. He's, he's probably still just getting over his punishment for the curtain call. Still. Yeah, but he's also in there with a big name in Goldust. Like, go back and watch Billy Jack. Goldust and in '97 is not as big a name. Like, it, it, it took Brian Pillman to make Goldust a bigger name again because that whole feud with Marlena over the like the thirty days with her and shit. Like, Goldust was floundering. After three, uh, Hercules is losing to Ken Patera and losing <laughs> to Ricky Steamboat uh, for the IC title. Oh, he lost. Yeah, but that was some sh- that was some fucking savage shenanigans. That was another fucking black mark on Steamboat's title run because that was a main event. That was a Saturday night's main event. And Savage didn't want Hercules to win because Savage wanted to be the one to take the title back. And then whoops, honky tonky man. 
Honky Tonky Man. And Savage was right there with him celebrating, too. So there you go. I'm kind of with Kevin. I mean, I know we can't go back and change it, but, you know, there's that might be a little closer to the, the Triple H Hercules one. Yeah, especially with it's again, it's only the the month period that we're talking right. about. So, yes. So that's that's why it like it gives you a pause for a second thought. That's all. Scott George brings up a good point. Goldust was already coming off the year earlier, the uh, parking lot brawl with Roddy Piper. Right. But that's, again, that's a year earlier. So that's not that's not in the, the scope of what we're talking about. We're True. Talking about his 1997 from March to April. So it wasn't great. And I don't think Goldust went out on top. 96, I don't think... I think he's at the end of 96. Isn't he feuding with Jerry Lawler? Oh, Jerry Lawler called him the F word. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Got a pop for it, too. All right. Like he's on the he's on that losing team at Survivor Series against the Rock and and Jake and Mark Marrow and the Stalker. <laughs> yeah. And you know, who's all you know, who else is on that team? Crush. <laughs> it's Crush, Jerry Lawler. Yeah, but it's not Gold DOA Dust. crush yet, right? It was just no, no, it's, it's, it's jailbird like, crush. Yeah, it's jailbird crush. It's yeah. bone, it's bone crunching action crush. It's fucking suck ass crush. Always. Listen, Jeez. no one's saying crush had a great career. I mean, Kona crush and evil crush were like the two. You know what? I I hate to bring it up, but Ryan Schlong makes a point. Kevin based his Tito pick off of before and after. Well, so all right, so I get that. But this this spectrum, I I didn't know enough about Tito's career, so I had to use some sort of logic that that got my head because I didn't know where he was at that point. So I had to deduce it by what I knew before and after. Like you know what I'm saying? Like does that make any sense? Like I I kind of I didn't know where he was in his career between the IC title and Strike Force. So I had to just go by what he was the third man in a team against Danny Davis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his uh it's nothing nothing to write home about. Uh maybe we fucked up on that one. Maybe oh, Goldust man. was the pick. Cause on 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 challenge oh, after no. that, right? On challenge and superstars, he's all right. I, I mean I can't go by TV TV match results. Yeah, but that's what they're basing it, right? That's what these magazines are basing it off of. They're not basing it off of of house uh, shows, all right, yeah, you're right, all right, yeah, right. So after WrestleMania, look at this one: <laughs> Billy Jack Haynes, Blackjack Mulligan, and Tito Santana defeat Iron Mike Sharp and the Shadows. Shadow Ooh. one, Shadow one, and Shadow two. All right, now we got to go down the aisle. Who are the Shadows? I believe they were also on the debut episode of Monday Night Raw. Uh, Shadow one is also yeah. known as the Assassin. I, I, I got gotcha. you. Oh, Black Scorpion Champion Dead Eye Dick. That I did. Uh, <laughs> Rand, Randy Cully, uh, who was oh, the yeah. original Demolition, Demolition Smash, Smash, and Jose Luis Rivera, a.k.a. Conquistador, Conquistador number one. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Holy and then uh, a couple weeks later on Wrestling Challenge, Jim Powers, Paul Roma, and Tito Santana, best Bob Orton, Magnificent Morocco, and Tiger Chung Lee. Well, Orton and Morocco were already on the outs at this point. They weren't getting along. They were tagging up and walking out on each other. And then Don Morocco went on to become The Rock. Right in time for WrestleMania Force Tournament with superstar Billy Graham. <laughs> Rest in peace. Old, what would you call him? Jazz hands? 
What did, Matt, what'd you call what'd you call him? I don't fucking know. Call him Mr. Touchy Feely. You, you had a nickname for him. That's a dig dig for gold there, you <laughs> I'll scratch it behind my ear, buddy. Well, look, for a first time test run, I think that went pretty well. I like Yeah, it was it. good times. It's it was good it's times. Eighty seven's the winner, yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Eighty seven wins six to five. Not bad. Not bad at all. And we love no. Matthew Birch. He just made a bad decision. No, he did yeah. not. Usually I'm I'm with MB, man. MB's my guy. But MB. tonight, tonight, MB, you've you disappointed your father. <laughs> Me? And your grandfather. Yeah. Me? No, not you. Calm down. Those are my initials too, bro. I understand you We're gimmick infringement over there. Shit internet. I'll fucking stab you in the eye with his pen. Oh, what oh. are you fucking moxley now? You're gonna drink my blood and eat my bones too? Is that what he does? Yeah, it's what he says he does. I've never he, seen it. Is he a bone eater? Yeah. Apparently so. Hey, before we wrap up, what do we... Uh, I, I don't think we touched on it. This bloodline. I mean, this story is is super far progressing. Jimmy, Jay, Jim pushing Roman Reigns around the ring. So... Can I ask, because I, I only saw, like, I just got home and saw the very tail end of SmackDown as he was, uh, Roman's walking out and turning around and saying, you know, he'll fall in line. So what, I mean, somebody walked me through what happened right before that. Didn't watch the show, so I can't help you out. Okay. Give me give me one second. Give me one second. Give me one second. Oh, yeah, because that's the, that's the only part that I caught, and I... I forgot that wasn't set to record. Usually, I record yeah. it. But so I got through the I got through the Austin Theory, uh, pretty deadly versus uh, Rolling Brutes. I got into uh, the um, the uh, the OC versus um, OC versus uh, Hit Row, and that's when I lost. I couldn't keep up with it because I wanted to make sure that I got through all of uh, New Japan. So, all right, I got it for you. Triple H puts the belts on, puts the belt on Roman Reigns. He grabs the microphone. He wants everyone to acknowledge him. The Usos music hits. They come out. Um, Roman and Jimmy are engaged in a stare down. Roman demands that Jay kick Jimmy in the face. Jay didn't do it. Roman says he didn't stutter. Roman said, Jimmy, kick Roman in the face, so Jay needed to fix it by kicking his brother in the face. Hmm. Jimmy chimed in and said the only one who needs fixing is Roman. Jimmy said Jay can't fix it because Jimmy was the one who kicked Roman. Jimmy Jimmy said he did what he did because he was being a good brother, and he said Roman hasn't been a good brother. Ooh, but Roman's not his brother. No. I mean, they're brother, brother, you know, like brother, like the good oh, brothers. Like LG come out, Carl Anderson. Uh, Jimmy asked, "What kind of brother beats down his own family?" And he followed it up by saying, "Roman has gone crazy." Jimmy said he's going to protect Solo, and Roman is only going to eventually kick Solo to the side. Or like like a side piece. Brother. So Solo looked conflicted. He acknowledged Roman, but Jimmy and Jay are his brothers. Uh, Jimmy asked if Roman was going to wind up on the island of relevancy all by himself. Then Jimmy facepalmed Roman. Oh, like like a like a 
Pie faced him. Face palm, pie face, whatever the fuck you want to call okay. it. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm in. Uh, the crowd uh, chanted, holy shit. Jimmy stepped in and said it can't go down like this. And Jay said he needed both Roman and Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy said that they're stronger together. Jay's right. Jimmy said they're all brothers. and They should do it together and run the damn place. Uh, Jimmy kept asking if they're still family. And if they're still the ones, Roman looked aggravated. Roman and Jimmy embraced, and it looked like Roman was crying until he put the microphone to his mouth, and he said no. From there, Solo gave Jimmy the Samoan spike. Uh, Roman walked out of the ring, and Solo looked over his brothers before walking out with Roman. Ooh. Uh Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Uh, Off mic, as they're leaving, Heyman asked Roman about Jay, and Roman said Jay will do what he always does, which is fall in line. Weird. I like Which how means he's not going up. to. Ooh, what if we get... Wait, Jay's the one that got left behind? What if we get Jay and Sammy and Kevin Owens in a triple, uh, in a six-man? Wait a second. They were both... Both of the Usos were in the ring. Yes. As Yeah, as it went off the air. So it was just Roman, Heyman, and Solo that walked out. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because Jimmy got laid out, and then yeah. Jay was there to comfort his brother who, who sold the shit out of the spike. Right. Interesting notes in the chat, by the way. Scott comes in. Tito had the first ever match in WrestleMania history. That trumps all. Matthew Birch, sorry to disappoint you, HK, but I was always a fan of Crush. That Dude. makes me more disappointed. Tito Santana beat the Executioner, who was a freaking no, like wasn't even a thing. And it was WrestleMania one that doesn't fall into the yeah. That's eighty five. Yeah, the Executioner was Doink, wasn't it? No, Matt Bourne wrestled no. Ricky Steamboat. Who no, was Matt Bourne, Buddy Rose. Yes, it was Buddy Rose under the mask. You're right. Yeah. He beat somebody. He beat Playboy Buddy Rose, former AWA tag team champion. Buddy oh, he Rose. beat the freaking executioner, which is the lamest attempt at trying to make a job guys seem relevant. Well, you also got to remember, too, WrestleMania was not like it wasn't up and down like every match had a meeting, uh, a meaning, you know, like they were preliminary matches on the show. Fair. Yeah. Fucking David San Martino had a match. Oh, sure did, Brutus. Boy. Also, HK, you are in no position to question anyone's love for anyone because you like fucking Savio Vega like more than a normal person. I fucking love Savio Vega. Right. So what if Matthew Birch loves Crush? Don't don't fucking shit on him for that. You know. All right, Matthew. We'll talk. Right. We'll talk. But talking to me or him? uh, uh, MB. I'm talking to MB over there. We'll talk. But uh, no, Crush is nowhere near in Savio Vega's league. Not even close. Yeah, Crush doesn't even have his license. Yeah. Crush is dead. So that's why he doesn't have his license. That's depressing. (laughs) (laughs) Savio walks like he is. Spitting facts over here. Savio does not walk like he's fucking dead, Tony. You see that sweet ass kick he threw with the I mean, he's no Dutch Mantel in the walking department, but he's no he's got no shakes in the fucking like I can, you know, run down the aisle if I need to. <laughs> Down the aisle, KJG. Will you be joining us next week for your birthday, sir? Yeah, while you were shitting uh, your yes. pants, he said yes. <laughs> yeah, you were resetting your counter, whatever that means. So I was uh, avoiding shitting my pants, Kevin. You didn't put a little uh, wax seal on the communique, like everything was good. <laughs> we're good. I just a little to... dime, little dime mark. <laughs> I had to go out there and blow it out, buddy. It was time to go. <laughs> yeah, I'll be the referee. I'll, I'll... The referee clicked the pen, or the... 
Dude, something was clicking. It was time to Fucking go. Antonio Inoki was in the aisle. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, that was like that was close, dude. That was a close call, but we're good. All right. All right. Well, I got uh, working on possibly a guest, if not next week, the week after that. I've uh, been in talks with a one bad dude, Tito. Ooh. So hopefully we'll see bad dude Tito on the Wizards. Uh, I guess we're doing uh, Wizards Court next week is the thing. Hey. So that'll be, that'll be fun. Oh. All right. Wow. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, oh, hey, we're back. Yeah. Oh, hey. Uh, hey, we appreciate on? We are uh, in the process of rebranding the Patreon. Uh, so just bear with us. Uh, we've got what? It's the time with the music. I understand what you're doing. You're having fun. I'm glad you're enjoying it. <laughs> what we do. Yes. Tony, yes. Uh, we're rebranding the Patreon. We're not not reading the Patreons <laughs> because we don't want to. We're just in the process of rebranding it. Oh wow! Look at that. This is going to be like the King ah, template. I like that. That's yeah, it's kind of neat. This one covers like... your stupid name, though. <laughs> There's handsome. There All right, is. so we're rebranding the Patreon. We will keep you. <laughs> Posted on all of that great stuff. How do I? In the, in I don't know meantime, how to put other people up top. <laughs> Tony, Tony. Yeah. You're the one that Tony, Tony, Tony. Going along all the time, and you're the one keeping <laughs> us from fucking ending this show. <laughs> fucking stop. <laughs> Remember, rate, review, subscribe. We'll be back next week with another episode of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. That was a podcast on all platforms. We appreciate the support. Thank you guys for tuning in tonight. We had a lot of fun. Good night, Diana. Good night, Mom.